officers of the RepDetect unit deal with crime at all the levels of Los Angeles in the future. Replicants work alongside humans in an uneasy truce. This is Burning Bright, a noir detective story of a rampant capitalist future using the Blade Runner RPG on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. We're here. You're here. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you. Welcome to Burning Bright episode... Uh, eight. Question. Eight. Thank you. Uh, yeah, wow. Okay. Go I on. completely lost where we were on that timeline. But uh, episode eight, Burning Bright, our Blade Runner actual play here on Happy Jacks RPG Network. My name is Kadave. I use he, him as pronouns. I remember to do it this week. Um, and you can find any episodes that you might have missed of our specific show at happyjacks.org slash burningbright. Uh, it is not... Uh, e for everyone kind of experience. Um, if you're not ready to deal with some gory details about being in a gory and gritty world, uh, this might not be the game for you. Uh, if it's not, you can find all kinds of other shows at happyjacks.org slash shows of a, a hundred different genres. Uh, we've been doing actual plays for quite a while, so you can find... Everybody here has done at least one other game, so you can find us all here in some other form or fashion uh, if uh, you're not into this. That's okay, because we're all here to have fun. Uh, we use safety tools. We did our lines and veils before we even started, uh, and we have an X card available that we can use and hit the button and let everybody know, uh, hey, let's not use that kind of information in the game we'll just move on um we want everybody to be safe and have a good time when you're playing tabletop games because we want more people to play tabletop games because that means there's more cool people for us to play with so uh please be cool use safety tools and have a great time uh yeah let's go around the table uh i think i did Gavin last time, so let's start over here. Okay, that's me. Hi, I'm Sam. I use she, her pronouns, um, and I play Kestrel, also she, her, um, who is a replicant enforcer and a rookie on the um, LAPD. Definitely not experienced in combat a lot, like all she does. <laughs> uh, hi, everybody. I'm Kai. Uh, I use he, they, and she pronouns, and I am back to play Haru, who uses they-them pronouns, and they are a uh, replicant investigator, also rookie, because reasons. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Uh, not at all a dystopian cyber nightmare future. <laughs> Hi, and I'm Kusto. I use he-him pronouns. I play Fior Rotari, who uses he-him pronouns as well who's a veteran city speaker and uh, has no complications, no ambivalence. <laughs> Bitchwear! <laughs> <laughs> like I said. <laughs> Everything's fine. Happy to be here. Mm. Mm. Uh, hey everybody, I am Joey, uh, he, him pronouns, and I am playing Gavin Huxley, a lieutenant Regular human fixer. <laughs> regular human. Regular human fixer. Uh, no, I am the surprise replicant. We're all replicants. Oops, replicants all the way down. Uh, and he's here for a long time, not a good time. Oh no, we're opposite. Yin and Yang. Oh, wow. Okay. 
All right. <laughs> uh, we're getting back into from last session. Uh, we were fully immersed in a new series of crime. Uh, so investigating the death of the UN judge uh, who was found somewhat cut in half, uh, somehow cut in half uh, by a hot source, something warm because it cauterized the wound as it went, uh, leading to uh, some questions about uh, who had access to the building she lived in, what she used to be doing for fun, uh, finding out that she... Uh, had visited uh, the Disney concert hall to watch a show. Uh, the mu music of the movies and the hollow projections and video games. Um, leading to interviewing uh, her personal assistant and uh, her legal clerk, law clerk, at the court. Um, the law clerk is a replicant um, named Noah. Uh, and then... Uh, Olivia is her uh, executive assistant. Uh, Olivia has nothing overly suspicious about her that you thought you found. Uh, Noah also didn't seem super suspicious when you interviewed, but you discovered had at least one failed um, baseline. baseline baseline test. That's the second time in a row, <laughs> second week in a row that that word has just not. Mm -hmm. Worked in my baseline. Do you need a baseline? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and just <laughs> sit in front of my computer, and it will ask you ominous questions. <laughs> There's got to be a website, right? Oh, there has to oh, be. Yeah. be yeah. old like Boyd Com. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, for sure. Uh... <laughs> Normal. <laughs> yeah, just it's always no matter who answers or what, it's always. Abnormal, because <laughs> that's what we all are. Um, let's see. You found uh, a Fior was called in by the Frankenstein dancer from the Snake Pit because her friend, the Ultimate Warrior, had been killed uh, brutally in the bathroom of an after-hours club, um, and she didn't know what to do. Um, <laughs> Being he was also a replicant. Um, what else? What else am I missing? Oh, uh, there was almost a trash dive, but it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, saved from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Very much so. Uh, the one thing uh, that you went through the um, like a series of questions for Coco and mm -hmm. and that, and Fior had asked Coco for information if the judge was a replicant or mm -hmm. wasn't. Um, am I missing anything? That anybody Just me finding out that there are secret replicants in the force. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Something that's going to be really normal. It's going to be fine. Regular human. Yeah. Regular <laughs> human Gavin. How finding out that there are more regular humans. <laughs> it's fine. It's going to be great. I don't know what you're talking about. It's fine. Um... So why doesn't everybody take three promotion points? Because you all did a lot of investigating. Yeah. Uh, Fior, I'll give you a humanity point. Okay. For helping Amelia. Okay. 
because you could have just been like, not in my bag. You need to call the detectives that are on duty right now. Um, but you didn't. Uh, you offered to help. Uh, anybody else do anything particular humanity-wise? Seemed like a pretty work-focused yeah. episode. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, that brings us into a next shift where we left off. Uh, you guys have worked three shifts already on this new case, so it is time for downtime unless somebody wants to push themselves to keep at it. Um, so take a minute, think about what kind of downtime you might want to partake in. Uh, you guys could try and do your celebration again that got so rudely interrupted last time. Uh, you could go off and do your own things. It's all up to you. Mm. Did we take one spinner to go to the courthouse? Uh, I think we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the courthouse is downtown, right? Oh, yeah. It's still the, the, the courthouse. Mm -hmm. It's on the ground level of everything. Yeah, it's weird. Um, <clears throat> if Gavin is seeming like maybe he's going somewhere after... Like, mm, what if I take the spinner somewhere? Haru might be like, mm, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, honestly, I was just going to go home. Oh, boring. All right, bye. <laughs> nice to see you, too. Catch up later. Yeah. And then is just going to let you take the spinner and go? All right. Because, yeah, I want to go home and go over the stuff I pulled out from that computer, so try to figure out next plan of action against these, figuring out who these surprise replicants are, sure. and uh, pour over any information I got on that murder case. All right. Uh, so an evening in, mm -hmm. um, sitting there going through some files. Um, why don't you do a uh, intelligence... Insight? Okay. Roll. Intelligence and insight. Okay. Because it's kind of the stereotypical, like, the detective at home going through the case files and going through files and looking for that inspiration moment. That... Uh, I got a six. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, <clears throat> what you managed to get, specifically about the, uh, the murder of a Wyatt Hunter, mm -hmm. uh, is that uh, it's still an unsolved case okay um it's not quite old enough to be called a cold case but there's no active leads and nobody seems to have any direction on it and it all looks uh, like above board reports are yeah um it's not anybody you worked with that worked the case but there is you know a report from coco on the disposition of the body and the um uh there's what leads that they ran down about it, but it happened in a private space. There's no video, video recordings of it. Um, it was a busy building, so there's lot tons of people that were coming and going on Esper. So, okay, they, there's just no way for the, the LAPD to kind of work that into something. They interviewed some neighbors and that kind of stuff, but didn't really. Okay. Have enough leads. It's still on the list. So if something were to come up or somebody were to come forward, 
they could easily get back to work on the case, but give it another six months or a year and it's probably going to just go into a file somewhere and nobody's going to think about it. Awesome. Is there any way to set up any kind of alert if someone does? Yeah. Okay. You can totally do that. I want to do that for sure. And uh, the information that I found about the oh the secret yeah, yeah. replicants in the force. Um, from what you gathered, even the deputy chief doesn't know who the secret replicants are. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's somewhat of a Wallace experiment to see about, okay, well, we we have human officers and we have replicant officers. Now let's take a replicant that thinks they're a human and compare their stats, right? Like how who's performing better at the job, who's clearing more cases, who's uh, doing all that kind of stuff. And then that'll help them figure out what kind of mix or do they need to make more replicants that don't realize they're replicants? Do they need to make less? That this is all data gathering and, and all that from, from Wallace. So okay. to find the like specific names of those embedded officers that don't know, you'd have to get into Wallace. Into Wallace. Yeah. Which would not be a simple thing. No. All right, I'm going to put that in my... I'm going to put a pin in that for now because that's... That's fun. That's a whole... That's a whole side quest. Um, <clears throat> cool. I am going to pour myself a large scotch and um, get a nap in. Sure. Uh, you can totally go for that. Um, I'm definitely processing this fine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Champion. So, winning at processing. Yes. Winning. One of the things also in that file is you do find the information on that the LAPD did hire replicant officers that weren't directly provided by Wallace. Mm. And that's even another data column, right? Like, was allowing replicants to be out in the world and doing other things and then choosing this career? Was that more effective? Did you end up with better officers because of that? Or, you know, so it's literally Wallace is social media mining in the future. They're trying to analyze how to make the best product they can and supply it to people for the highest price they can. What a dream. Horrible dream. Nightmare. Yeah, cool. Um, Yeah, I wonder why a replicant would want to be an officer. Weird. You should ask some. Maybe I will. Maybe, maybe I will. Just imagining Kestrel's job interview. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, puts gun on table. <laughs> Thanks. I might want to Take look on and leave. I want to look that video up just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's like the it's like the Holden Voigtkampf test at the very beginning of the first movie. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you hire me. <laughs> He's just sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) You want a job? Okay. I know not to fuck with you. Yeah, I already did this. No, no, no. I surrender. You can have the job. All right. (laughs) Terrifying. My lifetime health insurance coverage has been used up years ago. I just need you to not hurt me. (laughs) This guy. Oh. All right. Cool. All right. Um, Why don't you roll uh, a D8? Okay. 
just to see. Oh, let's try that in the tray. That's a seven, baby. A seven. Um, you're well into your glass of whiskey, scotch. Yeah, whiskey scotch. Scotch. Um, not that they're not similar product, uh, but uh, <laughs> um, and you get a call on your home line from Deputy Chief Holt. Okay. Uh, you gonna pick it up? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why not? I've had enough to drink. This will be fun. <laughs> um, and he comes on, appears on the screen just long enough to say, hey, wanted to touch base. I know you guys are working a big case right now. Mm -hmm. um, when you get a chance, can you write up a little report on how your team is working? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Uh, yeah. That'd be great. When, when do you need that by? I mean, sometime in the next day would be fine. Oh, you know what? I'm going to have to work on that right now. Oh, well, don't keep yourself up. I oh, no, no. I'm looking, I am looking forward to it. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Uh, and then, like, he takes a big drag on a cigarette <laughs> and hangs up. Go for the bottle. Refill the scotch. Yeah. <laughs> Ragged for filth. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I have nothing to get off my chest. I love this for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's next for some downtime? Uh, you can give yourself... How many points of resolve are you missing? Uh, two. Give yourself one back. Okay. Because it wasn't just a, a day at the spa. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I miss my human resolve. Let's go. Mm. You don't get that. <laughs> um, I think after just being rude <laughs> to Gavin uh, and calling what Gavin's doing boring, Hunter's going to go and case an arboretum. Oh. <laughs> sure. You All know, right. We could probably get you an invite. Super fun. Hard with the reverse Lorax. I steal the trees right. <laughs> so that I can speak for them, obviously. I am Haru. I yeet for the trees. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so you managed to make your way up. It's actually at the top of one of the mega towers. Like it's the top like five floors, right? Um, it actually is built almost like if you imagine a Titanic-sized child blowing bubbles, okay, right, and this bubble has come and landed on top of this tower, so it actually kind of goes out over the edges and creates just this big sphere, um, and the whole roof of the the tower is this beautifully landscaped park, mm -hmm. right? Uh, there's a little stream that runs through it, and there's places where you can sit next to a pond, and in the pond there's frogs and a couple of ducks and trees of varying types. Uh, it looks almost like it's designed so it kind of has little segments that are different biomes, yeah. right? So there's a little area that's, you know, desert-ish, and it's got some cacti, and it's got some Joshua trees, and... Then there's a, a more jungle environment that has big broad-leafed uh, trees and 
then you know uh like more arctic you know or mountainous tundra trees kind of with a lot of evergreens there um the tallest is a still living uh redwood tree um that basically has grown right up to the top of this this five-story um bubble uh yeah you can you can get to a place in another building where you can observe it from the outside or are you trying to get in um the original uh thought was like oh i must be i'm probably close by being downtown yeah um and so just kind of going and finding out like can i even get in would have to do some roles. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What, what? How's your intention to get in? So I think it's more like Hadu was like, I'm close by. I should go and look into if I could go and walk around there. Not even to like uh, necessarily go today, but just be like, I'm nearby. I'm gonna just look, lay eyes on it, maybe speak to a maybe person, and see how easy it would be to get in. Um, you can get to the entrance without any problem. Um, it has its own elevator that goes all the way up. Um, once you step out, you get this immediate, the smell of all these living plants, right? And even the very good replicant plants you've seen don't put off all the pollen and all the smells of natural landscape, soil, and, and all of that. Um, uh, forgive me, I've forgotten what shift we're at. Uh, four, I think. Okay, so this is, like, middle of the night. Correct. The place is not closed, but you can see that there are technicians that are working all over the place, Mm -hmm. right? You see somebody, and they're taking, like, a little soil sample in a test tube and adding some stuff and checking and looking on a pH chart and and then, you know, another guy that's shoveling presumably some kind of compost around various planter beds. Who knew that trees also make trash? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then there's people that are cleaning up the leaves and putting them into big, um, like, it almost looks like canvas bags that are all branded with this Arboretum logo and everybody out there is wearing sort of white Tyvek suits so they're not leaving anything in the Arboretum themselves. Um, and there's little, like an entry plaza when you first come out of the elevator. Um, there is like a little, sort of like a membership window kind of a thing with the person sitting behind it Mm -hmm. that's just reading something. Um, and then there's a security gate kind of a thing where it looks like there's some kind of a key fob or something that people can present to a reader that will then open the gate and let Mm -hmm. them in. Um... And that's all, yeah. Uh, the poor person working in the kiosk, mm-hmm. uh, Haru would go straight over to them. Uh, hi, it, are you closed? Uh, no, no, uh, th- this is a 24-hour facility. Uh, how do I... I'd like to see your trees. Yes, I understand. Um, well, you have to be a member, uh, or you have to with someone to apply for a new membership. Uh, how would one become a member? Uh, you have to be sponsored by a current member. Okay. 
and then once you have that application put in, there's an interview, and then, uh, or if you make a large enough financial contribution to the Arboretum, we will allow you sure. access as well. Um, and in the, the theoretical, uh, for my future investment, uh, do you perhaps have an oak tree? Uh, yes, I believe so. Good to know. I wouldn't want to invest in an arboretum without an oak tree. Yes, we have a, we actually have a native California section oh. with a bunch of saved It's a native life. California tree. Yes, I definitely knew that. Um, that's... And, like, they reach and get, like, a little brochure. Uh-huh. Right? And kind of slide it out the security... And Haru immediately thing. takes it and like opens it up like, hmm, yes, this is very interesting. I will definitely yeah. ever be able to afford this. <laughs> um, well, it has like the the little map of, yeah. of the park and uh, it sort of has a listing of like major plants that they have that they're very proud about. And then on the back, it's got like, thanks to our sponsors and a list of all the major corporations that have donated, you know, the. And I think it's literally still called the Tyrell Arboretum. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, that's where it started. On the off chance, uh, is the UN a sponsor? Uh, no. Yeah. No, they're all like corporate yeah. founding names. And then okay. there's a couple of individual names. Like, just like if you go to a zoo and yeah. you see the... We have orangutans, thanks to our generous sponsor, and like the Platinum Circle people that paid over a hundred thousand dollars, and you know it's it's like that kind of a list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Haru just takes it, kind of looks it over, puts it in their jacket pocket. Uh, thank you very much. Oh, you're will, very welcome. Uh, pursue a means of entry uh, at a later date, but it's good to know. Well, we hope to see you back. Yeah, have a wonderful, wonderful uh, night. Yes, yes. Um, and you see that, like, on the... the, It's transparent glass, but it's kind of built like a geodesic dome as you've gotten close to it. So each triangle around the borders of the triangle, it looks like there is lighting, mm -hmm. right? So it's obviously some kind of UV light they can create here to keep the plants happy and, and all that, even in the dinginess of Los yeah. Angeles in this era. On the way out, just looking between the map and the little bit that they can see, do they see the oak tree? I don't think so. Yeah. Not from the entrance. Yeah. Um, the entrance plaza, it's kind of designed in a way so you don't get a view of a lot of it. You, get, you can see some shrubs, and there's actually sort of uh, like a small display of like bonsai sure. stuff that's on little pedestals as you walk in. You can see that on the other side of the gate, but then you kind of have to make a turn around what's obviously an artificial hill to get out into the thing itself. Uh, um, yeah, Haru just kind of, <laughs> as they're leaving, they're thinking about that tree from their vision growing out of a mound of trash a twisting oak tree and they will take that memory as they walk down to retirement row and uh, hide away to go home okay question 
Shoot, how many Xinyan would it cost to be a member? I mean, a lot. Like, a uh, number that is not measured in the Xinyan scale. Got it. Like, yeah. All right. It It's definitely a place that doesn't really need the money. It's a status thing, but, right? Yes, yeah. And Just, they, they purposely keep membership limited. They used to do, like, uh, like school day where kids from the upper crust of Los Angeles could come, even if their parents weren't members. But they stopped doing that several years ago. Okay. Um, yeah, it's definitely more like they occasionally do parties there, um, but yeah, it's a but, private gallery. Yes, <laughs> essentially, it's this is uh, open to the public, but only people that have paid in a massive amount to keep this foundation going. Right. Yeah. Right. Public with a capital P. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The public part is Tradable where Haru's is visiting. Yeah. <laughs> you can see through the fence. That's the public part. Um, They're non-fungible trees. <laughs> and I think, I think probably, you, you probably noticed each of the bonsai trees in the entry area has like a little gold, like sponsorship plate on it and each of those like looking at your map it's like those people contributed like north of 10 million dollars kind of a like th- a year yeah yeah yeah, yeah like a, or an ongoing investment or something yeah yeah and then they're gonna just uh wander their way home okay home home or you just find a place to crash uh i think home home because we're close enough and okay. i think that they're a little bit like forlorn in the like, I don't want to go lay in trash. I want to go lay in my bed, kind of way. Just some nights, the stretch bags aren't comfy. No. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, why don't you roll a d8? One. Oh. Okay. You get home. Um, the apartment is dark. Um, you tell me if anybody's home. Um. Coin. Drop my coin. <laughs> no. Okay. So the place is dark and silent. Um, yeah, and they just go and pour themselves a nice tall glass of whiskey <laughs> and uh, think about trees. Sure. In a really normal way. <laughs> like most people do. Yeah. yeah. Think about trees and trash and where those two things intersect. I think like I'm I'm envisioning some at some point there's like a search history on your KIA and it's just trees. Yeah, it's <laughs> trees. Like, like you left the incognito mode window open and it's just trees. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, so your night passes uneventfully. Fantastic. Other than that, um, how many resolve are you missing? Um, I'm not missing resolve. I'm just missing one health. Oh yeah, you could recover. Okay. Cool. Got ideas? I'll go. Okay. Um, I think Kestrel spent all day pretty much in the office, so she's got some energy to burn. Um, so she's going to go home and uh, find Brick. Um, and while normal people would play a fetch with their dog, um, she's going to run through some building clearing exercises and okay. <laughs> tracking drills. I love it. All right. All right. <laughs> perfect. No notes. 
I think your neighbors are all terrified. <laughs> Why are the doors slamming again? Like, there's a bear in the hallway. <laughs> uh, but uh, but sure, uh, you can absolutely spend your evening doing all kinds of. How many sets of stairs can you run? Mm-hmm. How many sets of stairs can Brick run? Like you're just work doing the whole thing. Brick you're... does it in flights. Yeah. Boing, boing, yeah. boing. boing. <laughs> yeah. Orge. Um, <clears throat> why don't you roll a d8, and we'll see what okay. might happen. Let's see. One dice. I also rolled a one. All right. You have spent the whole evening working out. Leaving like a tiny bit of fabric that you rub behind your ear in one corner of a, a apartment that's abandoned on the other side of the building, mm-hmm. and you let trot timing to see how long brick can take to find it. You're just doing all kinds of stuff, but uh, it is wonderfully relaxing, uh, and nothing big happens. Excellent. That sounds great. So, uh, are you missing any resolve and stuff? I'm not. Okay. I'm all good. So there you go. You're Sweet. you're just fine. You had a great night. Love that. You can go into your next shift completely refreshed and feeling pretty happy. Ready to clear some rooms. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Good practice. You, know. mm-hmm. you don't keep it up, it all fades away. All right. Fior, what do you think you're doing? A couple of things. Okay. Um, first of all, coping. Sure. With a capital C. Um, champion coping. Champion coping. Um, it's funny you said. Okay, it's funny you said champion coping. I was thinking of She-Hulk. Like he's coping. He's coping with having this new. Like now he's now he's on. He's off and he's shift and he's alone. And he's got to think about all the stuff that's happened. He's got this. I was thinking he's got this weird he realizes he's got this weird hybrid awareness where like he was completely human now he's a replicant but a replicant that knows what it's like to be human or at least to think you're human but the only people he knows that sense feel that way um as far as he knows is dead <laughs> leah um so there isn't really anyone to reach out to. So he's <clears throat> he's struggling to be practical, like maybe use this time to find he's got this new itch to just find a his own pad, his own his own home instead of going on because that was probably part of his I won't say programming, but maybe that was in, instilled. Sure. He's sure. questioning that. Um and he he needs someone who knows what he's going through but the only person that he can probably find in his mind in the corner of his mind is the doxy who's who's friendly but has gone missing and so parallel to that he's probably just gonna <clears throat> start going through that that database of memories first just to see if there were any any anything that resembled being grotted mm-hmm but behind that and underneath all that he's really like longing for that connection with the doxy who's just going missing um and 
he's making some origami. It's not as pleasurable as before. Like he can just make these fake flying origami, just tossing them around, but they don't even give him any any pleasure anymore. He's just making. He's just doing things to occupy his mind because he doesn't know what to do. Sure, sure. Um, let's start with um, probably intelligence insight. Okay. For the searching through the memory of the evening. Intelligence. Insight. Insight. Oh, okay. So do you... Nope. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, wait. This is for my memories? No, from that file. Oh, just from the file? Okay. The file to look for any... Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, any other Garot victims? Oh, push. Okay. It's supposed to be like resolve I, gaining yeah. and I'm like, I feel bad making people push on their okay. time. But... Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a success. Okay. All right. Um you uh you do find a memory in the unique file. The one that has like superheroes and mm. those kind of things. Um, you find a memory that is someone that was a killer, mm. and they had to stop. Uh, like the the memory kind of goes up to the point where the choice is either stop or be killed slash incarcerated. And that's sort of the end of that line. You don't have any record of it being implanted in anybody, but it was kind of an experiment to see, like, what would happen. You know, what's if someone had come to that decision point and had the faculties, like a lot of times serial killers in real life Mm -hmm. lack the ability to stop, Mm -hmm. right? It's something has gone wrong, whatever it may be, that they don't, even when they know they're in danger or endangering themselves by continuing this habit, it's a compulsion, right? In this case, the experiment was, okay, you've seen how to, how to kill people. You've done it. Now you're at the point where if you do it again, they're going to catch you. Uh, and it's either going to end up with you being dead or incarcerated. So that's kind of the moral lesson of it is like, don't do that anymore. Be a good citizen now. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Find a quitting point. Okay. For your killing habit. For your killing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it definitely includes a variety of murder methods, including throat and stabbings and shootings. Okay. Okay. Nothing involving, like, Welding someone apart. Okay. That but, is not one. But, but Fiora's previous review revealed, revealed <laughs> the glitch. He's coping. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Um, the mirror. Yeah. Um, like looking icon, in the mirror. Yeah. yeah. Icon that viewing a false, having a false self. Um, Okay, and he had put in a call to get on the waiting list for Quell. Yes, yeah. 
chances are you're not getting back to in the same day. <laughs> Middle of the night. Like, sure. and not, certainly not at this hour of the night. Okay. Uh, probably right. tomorrow is when you probably hear something. Okay. Um, so what I will do then is file a report. Um, just putting in, you know, as footnotes that there's a correlation to the memories. Okay. And uh, publish that for everyone. And for Chief Holden. Okay. And um, and then he's just going to do some freeform or origami. Just leave it open to maybe something from his un unconscious to come through. Just folding to fold. Not necessarily structured. Just seeing what comes up. Just Yeah, just give over to the subconscious chaos and and then let himself pass out. Gotcha. Um, why don't you roll a d8? We'll see if anything happens. It's fine. Yeah. If you roll an eight, you do a garrote origami. And you get concerned. I was, I was <laughs> an origami of yourself I, I, murdering I, someone. <laughs> and you can bend it and it's like little stabbing. Oh gosh. I was I was going through my mind like what origami it's would you do? Half a woman on a mirror. That's really specific. Yeah. Weird. yeah. Hmm. I was like, when I put this on my rear view mirror, mirror. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. You hold it up to a mirror, you're like, oh. oh. Yeah, I, I thought of that for the rear view mirror. It's a little too deep, even for fewer. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we were all thinking, oh, it's a fail. What'd you get? A two. A two. Okay. So the rest of your evening passes uneventfully. Okay. Um,. Uh, I'm not inside Fior's head, but I think one of the things you end up folding is like the Ouroboros, right? Oh, like wow. it's the serpent eating its own tail. Um, because it feels like it's, it's kind of a never ending cycle, right? The more you think about your time with the LAPD, the more it's this, like, it's just a churn. And it's somebody's getting hurt, something's getting stolen, somebody's doing something bad endlessly, right? If you get a day where something horrible doesn't crop up, that's a weird day. Hmm. Yeah. And on that note, he falls peacefully to sleep. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Well, even even uh, fitful sleep, you're still getting somewhere. So okay. uh, how many resolve are you missing? Two. You can get one back. Okay. Uh, because you just used one tonight. Yeah. So you can recover the other. Right. Okie doke. I do have a question, though. Shoot. As a veteran, does he have any, and there's not really necessarily a skill or attribute for it, but is he able to do some type of forensic processing or assessments? I mean, sure. Okay. Uh, like some of the, so a lot of the memory implantation stuff that we've talked about is focused on like the key memories. Yeah. But it's more than just that, right? Like you're implanted with the memories of how to use language and uh, events that might've happened in your life that aren't that one thing that you always are drawn back to, but all of the world around you, essentially like knowing whether that guy's charging too much for a bowl of noodles or, uh, or knowing what it, smells like when someone's puked and they've had too much to drink like all of that stuff is all implanted memory up until the point where decantation happens right mm -hmm. um so 
you have the knowledge of being a cop for years. So there's a lot of stuff that I'd give you an advantage if you th you're thinking about like, okay, what if, you know, if the person was hit with a bullet here, you know, whatever situation, you're mm -hmm. like, let me think back to all those times I might have. And chances are they used like the entirety of media okay to kind of give you this insight into years of being a cop and all the weird stuff that might have happened including all all seasons of csi yeah. <laughs> every csi like every a, lot CSI. Of stuff, a lot of that stuff was lost like the old I know, stuff I know. was lost but uh why if i vote lasted though yeah yeah scott pine like somebody found the old laser discs <laughs> And oh, like, that meter running because they were three everything being in the cloud. So okay, um, good to know. Yeah, yeah, okay. you know, and you've got like the you know uh, what was it? Um, what was that old? Was it? If I say Quinn, it's not Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. It's he was like the forensic. Isn't this NCIS? No, it was pre that like much older like in the seventies. Like Q, they started with the Q. Quincy. Quincy. Oh! Yeah, I remember. Because it was like yes. a big queue and they would yeah. go into the frame. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so you've got like those crimes in your head. Wow. And, so like it's a variety okay. of stuff. Got some MacGyver in there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's look. Be useful. Just Columbo all the way down. I would. Weirdly, you got Gilligan's Island. Oh, snap. <laughs> Kevin can make the fuck out of anything with bamboo and coconut. Right. <laughs> he's, he's like, my spinner's broken, but we crashed into a palm tree. I got this. We're good. <laughs> I can only get off this island. <laughs> exactly. And oddly, you are super good at basketball because of that Harlem Globetrotters Weird. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. What a pull. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right all right uh so it is the next morning uh you all managed to get some level of refresh we did it uh nobody had anything dire and critical happen <laughs> so i'm i'm impressed everybody rolled pretty well um and the one semi-dire thing that happened was welcome yeah, so and okay. funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'll try not to talk while my head is 17 feet away from my microphone while I'm getting out of beer, but <clears throat> there I am. Um, let's have an opener. Yes, on there. Thank you kindly. Uh, so first thing this morning, where does everybody think they might be planning to hit? I think I might be heading back to the precinct to check because I have Gavin. I guess we'll send a message on the KIA. Had some time to think it over after our discussion with Noah, and I find it interesting that one of the judges' most recent controversial cases dealt with scrappers. And doesn't it seem like a welding tool or a scrapping tool would do the kind of damage that we saw done on that body? Agree. You get very specific data back from Kestrel <laughs> <laughs> about what type of plasma cutter she thinks did this. Getting to know you. <laughs> <laughs> Little did you Flashbacks know. Flashbacks to your murderer. Yeah, yeah, I, 
could if we cross. Yeah. <laughs> try it. <laughs> so I don't know if we want to investigate the scrap yards that were. I speak trash. <laughs> Do we all see how I let that one go? Yes. Yeah, that was waiting. I meant it. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but I need to make sure you all understand right. how nice I'm being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> okay. Sounds like I'm going to the kipple. You want backup? Yes. That's probably a pretty good idea. Yeah. yeah. So you're... Oh, sorry. You, so you're going to the yard? You're going to the... Is Kestrel going as well? Or? We're going to the Kipple. We're going yeah. to the outer city where the scrapyard actually yard. is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All of you. All right. Well, wait, wait. No, you're going to the precinct. Right? Well, I was going to go to the precinct to talk to you all about this, but I figured sending it by the KA would be quicker. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if I want to go with you, if there's something else I want to look at up at the precinct. There's always the... Uh... The concert hall stuff. Yes. Actually, yeah, I'll go to the concert hall. Somebody might want to take a little bit of a closer look at Noah, too. He did fail his baseline. What? Oh, the... Oh, yeah. Um, law clerk. Law clerk. Listen, I'm not in the mood to ruin someone today and send them back. Uh, um, the name of the corporation is... Wallace. Wallace. <laughs> My brain went fully blank for a minute. And if someone did fail a baseline, they would go back to Wallace, right? That'd be a Wallace connection. Um... Even, like in the LAPD, it's not an immediate trip back to Wallace. Right, but like if Noah did, in the case of Noah, he did. Okay. Probably because the UN has a more valuable contract. Right. Than the LAPD, so it's like a hey. Um, he's not a hundred percent. Can you take a look? You know, it's. Do we have a name on who at Wallace would have administrated his reprogramming? No. Okay. You, don't, you don't have a specific person's name, but it would probably still fall all under that engineer. Okay. Um, uh, Janice O'Reilly. Yeah. I will actually look into that. I'll look into that. The concert hall's not going anywhere. Plus, we have a lot of video from the concert hall. You know that um, in two more shifts is the next actual concert. Mm. Oh, that's fair. We can go there. Uh, yeah. Uh, what would I have to do to have a, a ticket for said concert? Um... Pay a lot. Can I use my insider specialty? Oh, it's from the LAPD. Maybe the LAPD has some hookups. Advantage on all connections rolls to get gear slash resources from the LAPD. Uh, you can absolutely make. Requisition uh, some tickets. Uh, empathy connections roll to do. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> you might work. You might know somebody that could hook you up outside the structure of the LAPD also. Depending on your role. Yeah. Uh, connections. Uh, that is a six. Okay. So. Um, oh, but I didn't roll with advantage. But uh, advantage would be my FT again. Uh, uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Six again. So two sixes. Uh, on the two different dice? Uh, two sixes on my empathy. Okay. So, so it still counts. So, yeah. Because you can't add the advantage dice. Don't you, right. don't you? Don't you? Don't you add them all? Wait, I you, think you. Don't you add them all for this game? In, Am I losing it? In advance? No, you just take the better of the empathy ones. I thought. Maybe I've been doing it wrong. Continue. Uh, maybe I'm got my head around it wrong. Uh, maybe fifty-four. 
Because um, you've got two successes, I want to give you a different outcome. Yes. Oh, sure. Make sure we get this right. To the rules! <laughs> advantage. Under the, some circumstances, you get an advantage on a roll, which means you get a third die to roll, counting all successes. Oh, oh there oh, we go. Two successes. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Uh, cool. I don't think I screwed that up all along. No. No, no we, that's we what we've been doing. Which is why I was yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, that's how we've been doing it. That's cool. why I wasn't sure when I said, like, another success. Like, great. I think great. this is right. It's all good. It's all good. So, uh, with two successes, you know that you could get the LAPD to authorize you to buy a ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, because the only way you're going to be able to get in there and start questioning people is if you attend. It's not going to be a thing where, like, a cop could show up and show your badge and get in for free. Right. Right. It's private security. It's, yeah. Um, the... Uh, the other success, having gotten the second success, you do know one of the players. Oh, mm-hmm. in the orchestra. So, let's say you met like the second clarinet player uh, at one point, and you you kept in touch. You you know seen them at bars and parties and stuff. Yeah, a couple of times. You could probably finagle a ticket or a couple of tickets from them. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. I'm gonna try to finagle two tickets. Okay. And see which one of y'all are coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, the civilized one. Well, Obviously, you should pick me. Yeah. <laughs> the craft expert. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. It's so funny. Um, did you two put all of the? Details from your conversation with the uh, law clerk? Yeah, I would have. Yeah, I think okay. it all went in. Because we do have the chief judge that didn't like her. And also, uh, who's going to take her spot? Ooh, yeah. I hadn't thought about that motive. Because Noah mentioned they're going to need a new judge. And I was like, oh, who's that going to be? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's a good lead. Uh, adding that to my list of notes. Um... Love that. But yeah, I think I'm going to try to get in contact with someone at Wallace to get information about the baseline tests and sure. maybe try to get uh, a meeting so, with uh, O'Leary. Uh, you can spend your shift heading to Wallace to make that happen. Okay. That's great. Um, the getting a ticket thing, that's just over the KIA. You can handle that. Okay. Also. No problem. Uh, you do manage to get two tickets. They're not great seats. They're not the worst, but you're in the like up off the floor in the. Oh yeah, like you know, first uh, first mezzanine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're not the worst seats. Right. The back of the mezzanine. Well, <laughs> or the, the even higher one. Oh, yeah. that's right. Because there's have like a that balcony, balcony up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're in the room. Yeah. Uh, and they can they can have them at for you at will call. Perfect. Love that. Um. I think they were kind of probably surprised to see you uh, asking for ticket. You've never done it before. Mm. So it was like, oh, okay. I didn't know you were a fan. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I've heard great things. And it's been so long since we've gotten a chance to get drinks and catch up. Yada, yada, yada. Sure. Uh, They can also get you into the, like, reception. Yes. (laughs) The green room. Very yes. No, not not, not quite the green room, but more like the after... All the riffraff leaves. Right. Okay. There's like the meet and greet between the performers and the, you know. The same thing our victim went to the night she yeah. went. Mm-hmm. 
love that. So, uh, that you guys are heading out to the Kipple scrapyard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Precinct. Okay. All right. To do normal things. <laughs> by the look on your face. Yeah. <laughs> Going through the motions. <laughs> Don't worry. I am a normal man. I human. Everything is fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's start with the trip to the precinct. <laughs> What's your goal? I would like to meet with Chief Holden. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll take the meeting. Okay. He's around. Okay. He tends to, in your experience, he tends to just want to be in his office and be left alone. Uh, because the more things he has to get involved in, the more work he has to do, <laughs> and the more chances of something bad happening. More injuries. Yeah. He just it, can't. It basically, <laughs> like, he, he's the got the worst case of senioritis, right? Like, he's okay. like, I just have to last a little longer to yeah. get my full retirement. Yeah. I just... Just come on. I, I can do him. this. I love him as an NPC build. He's just going to sit there whenever I need him. Mm-hmm. Just there. Um, but he's make... also difficult to like pry into motion. I was going to say, does he have leg? Do we see his legs ever move or he's just like yeah, integrated into like... the chair? No, that's good. <laughs> He's a human from Wally. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. He just goes over and gone. gets his shake every day. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, no, like you've seen him get up and around, yeah. right? That's that's a thing. But he just wants everybody to do their job, so he doesn't have to do more work. Okay, <clears throat> that's his primary motivation. Okay, okay. But he's there. You can get in to see him. That's okay. fine. Um. So, chief, the reason I wanted to meet with you is because something odd about this case. It also relates to the prior investigation. I have a, I have a database of memories from Lilith, and hmm. there's actually a memory of a, a killer. What? Uh, uh, you're good. <laughs> who, who committed a crime similar to the one I just reported? I think there might be a tie to Wallace. And you think that you think that the killer is the same between your no. replicant death and the judge? No, not yet. I just think there is a tie parallel okay. to the actual crime and the fabricated memory, which hmm. which means there's a tie to Wallace. And I need I need to find out the connection to this memory and a possible replicant psychopath. But I haven't heard back from Quell. Okay. I'm sure they're busy or they're smokescreening. Well, or they just don't want to have to be involved with us lowly folk. Um, I, what do you think? Is there anything I can do to help get well, you more information? Or is that why you're here? Or Well, I just wanted to let you know. And if there's any way you can speed up getting some contact. Wallace, or if you could, if you know from your experience, if there's any way I can, I can make an appointment well, and get sure. into Wallace directly. I, I think it would help if I could do some research. I don't, I don't know if this memory has been implanted in someone, but if it is, it's uh, 
It's a public health concern. Hmm. Well, yeah, that's a good point. That lady must have been pretty wild. Coming up with reasons to have people thinking they're killer. It's pretty twisted, so. But yeah. She, but she couldn't have implanted the memories. That would have been Wallace. That means they put a killer on the streets. If they did, <clears throat> let's not go sticking a dagger in the golden goose. It's an if. Um, I don't plan on ruffling any feathers, Chief. I just need to... Sure, sure. Well, uh, let me make a call over there. And then I'll see about if I can get you an appointment to see somebody to, to check records okay something um yeah i am specifically not gonna call quell i'm gonna try and get an end run around the shield that is their pr department sounds good um but i i hope i can get you in there pretty soon uh i certainly don't want uh replicant serial killer on the loose that would not be a great deal well i think it would look bad for wallace and uh by extension for lapd so the sooner we can yeah close this case the better for all of this that makes a lot of sense to me hopefully they'll see the sense in it too i'm sure i'm sure you'll help them see that i'll do my best that's all we can do chief um meanwhile i'm gonna spend some time Walking a beat around town, putting the word out, asking some people in the street um, if they've heard anything, anything unusual, anything that might give me a clue, uh, or I don't know, some some leads to follow. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you you get out there and beat the bushes and see what you can find. That's what you're good at. Um, and then I'll try and. Uh, maybe open a side door for you okay. uh and see how far i can get i'll let you know okay chief all right all right uh so let me roll for the chief okay um you hear back from him in like an hour uh he doesn't have an official appointment for you but he knows a guy that's willing to let you in to take a look at some of their implantation stuff okay uh and see if uh, there's any connection to this memory you have okay um but it's pretty on the down low and you know you get directions on how to get to the building and you come in a service entrance kind of a thing uh and somebody will meet you there. is it like an ice cold facility where <laughs> refrigerated jacket. No, <laughs> no, no, it's not really that James guy. Wong is there. I would love that. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I love him. Please, can we put him in this campaign? <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, he's too good. <laughs> That's. I remember the first time I played through uh, Diablo three, oh. and then suddenly he's there speaking, and I'm like, "What? <laughs> I know that voice a lot. Wait a minute. That's actually." I... Watched the first movie again leading into this, and I was just like, I somehow omitted from my brain that that was him. Mm. And so when he started speaking, I was just like, jump scare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a national treasurer. Love him. Okay. 
Um, so I'll let no, I won't let the team know just yet. But I'm gonna... um, as far as getting around town and checking on anything for the rest of your shift, yes. Uh, why? Let's. Um, I will give you a choice: either empathy connections or intelligence insight, whichever is better. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Empathy connections. Okay. Great. Okay. One success. Okay. Um, so you get out there and you start talking to a couple of the people you know around town, right? You're like, if you've heard anything about any kind of related crimes, let me know. Give me a call. And the first couple of people you talk to are like, no, that's fucked up. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not, so like, not. The first guy's like, not me. Mm -hmm. I just help smuggle things for the black market. I am not uh, in the murder business. Move along. Uh, the next guy is is more like, well, sometimes people got to die, but that's not my bag. I love this guy. Uh, <laughs> and you finally do get to someone who... Uh, tells you about uh, another crime a while ago, mm -hmm. right? Several months ago. Uh, and they heard about it because they worked at the restaurant where it happened. And it was um, the sous chef of the restaurant hmm. that had gone out back or a smoke break, and they found him later with lit cigarettes stuck into his ears and nose, and he had been, looked like somebody had taken his head and just repeatedly mashed it into the dumpster, uh, and so what was left was just a bloody mess, but he just had these lit cigarettes. Okay. And they're like, that's fucked up. Sounds like the fucked up stuff you've been finding. I I don't know if it's related. They give you the name of the restaurant, that kind of thing. But how recent was it? Uh it's in the, they're they're like, I wasn't there, I heard about this. It's in the nebulous last few months. Okay. Okay. All right. Like, since I heard that story, I only take my smoke breaks out front. <laughs> <laughs> like that that's Sorry. the kind of yeah, this guy, street right? level didn't paranoia. quit, just you know. Right. <laughs> no, that's not a reason to quit smoking, please. What? Smoking will apparently kill you. <laughs> so this, and was this reported to the cops? Did you do you know if the, anyone came? And uh, yeah, I. Uh, okay. I'm assuming. Like I said, I wasn't there. I just heard about this. Okay. So, I'll, <clears throat> so I'll start looking through case files. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you find a case file on it. Okay. There's no lead. Much like the case I was talking to Gavin about earlier. There's. They're like, uh, somebody beat the shit out of this guy in the alleyway and stuffed his nose and ears with cigarettes. Uh, it indicated like brutal, brutal, great strength, struggle. I mean, like somebody took a grown man yeah. and repeatedly bashed his head yeah. into a dumpster. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I will let the team know about that one. 
Are we just fishing for cases now? The KIA. <laughs> I mean, it is assigned to other detectives. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but it doesn't seem like they're either working very hard on it or have any leads. You think this is connected to what was his name, Lucas? The ultimate warrior. Do we know yeah, about warrior. Lucas? Hmm? Do we know do we all know about Lucas? Uh, I reported it to you guys. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 So yeah, drawing connections, it seems related. It's not our case, but it's still uh it's so, still a clue. Do you go like, vigilancy on us? I'm investigating. I'm much more worried about the UN than, no offense, some rep. Was the, your sous chef a replicant too? Hmm. No. No. <laughs> okay. The, like the connection. The little bit of press mm-hmm. that the sous chef thing got was basically like they were an up and coming chef in mm-hmm. the culinary scene of Los Angeles. It's such a shame, you know, is the LAPD going to do nothing about the fact that our shining stars of the culinary scene can just be brutally murdered in an alley? Like, what are we going to eat? Like, what are we going to smoke? Um, it's connected to memories. It relates back to Lilith. Sounds like someone should have quit while he still had a head. I mean, I wouldn't have put you down for dark humor. <laughs> I wouldn't have put you down for humor. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> I live for these text chains. <laughs> <laughs> Any leads on our UN killer? This is connected to that. It's related to the memory. A memory mirrors. I have a memory about us having a case where if we don't fix it, the UN's going to breathe down our necks until we die. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not seeing these dots connecting that you are if you're... You want to spell it out for us? Brutal murder. A lot of those. Brutal murder. Um, and the other related to a memory um, about mirrors. Uh, another mur- murder, overpowered by brute strength. Also, a specific memory in my database related to rock. It's a big database. I feel like you could find a memory for any case we got. Yeah, it's true. But, Town's full of gruesome people. But these involve someone with great strength committing brutal murders. That's not statistically common. UN didn't necessarily show... They use great strength, it's a great tool. But it's still connected to memory. I think in our spinner you get Kestrel. Are you going vigilante on us again? <laughs> what I do in my spare time is not your concern. <laughs> <laughs> if the right person shows up with enough money, fuck yeah, let's go. I gotta agree with Kestrel. I'm not seeing connection between your Jack the Replicant and this murder. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Jack the Replicant. I mean, that, yeah, it's literally what we're thinking. Yeah. He's a psychopath. Iconic. Yeah. Be curious about your uh, memory database, but uh, I think for now I'm going to worry about what cut a judge in half. Sad for our uh, friend. Hopefully they're not related, but if they are, I just want to see it out. 
see what the connections. But I, uh, <laughs> I might be approaching Wallace about it as well. Oh, making new friends. Always. Do you want me to report it? I'm on my way there. On your way to Wallace? Yeah. Not yet. Like you said, may may not be a connection. But for now, we're all just looking for leads. So this is mine. Good luck with yours. The spinner ride is so long. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a ways. You are tra- trapped in a small space with a Jack Russell Terrier. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> you are trapped in a small space with a guard dog who like doesn't move or blink. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, let's go there. <laughs> That's the obvious choice at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you are in the spinner for a while. Um, why don't we randomize and see if anything happens on the way up? Sure. Awesome. Yeah. Um, random encounter table. Let's go. I love a random encounter table. It is kind of. Uh, well, let's use a D8 again. That that works well. So one of you roll a D8. I will. Sacrifice myself. Who's <laughs> piloting? Do we have to drive? I think that it just the drives car itself. Will do it, yeah. yeah, it drives itself. Yeah. I mean, somebody can be if you'd prefer. You probably don't want Kestrel to drive. Honestly, if we're in there long enough, Hunter might just go a little stir crazy. We'll get there a lot faster. But yeah, yeah, we're gonna take the chaotic option here. Okay. It's a four. Um. Okay. Uh-oh. So the decision is that Kestrel is actively no, piloting. Was a- oh, you're actively piloting. Yeah. Okay, course. very good. Great. <laughs> okay. um, so you're driving along, and once you get out of the city, there's nobody in the sky, right? Mm-hmm. It is not. It is not a yeah. You can just floor it, yeah. and you're going no problem. Um. But you start to notice after a while that there is something else in the sky. Kind of like appears in your peripherals as you're driving, like through the cloud cover. Um, just fades in, fades out, fades in, fades out kind of thing. Seldom enough that you're not like, there's something fucking over there. There's it's more like, like did, I... did I see something over there? What the? Yeah. Oh, it must have been a hill. Or mm-hmm. a pile of shit, or who knows. Sure. Um, but uh, you get over in modern times over the line into like where you divide like North Orange County and South Orange County. Oh, okay, yep. So you get over the line into South Orange County, right? And you're inland from like inland from like Newport. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very familiar with where we are. Uh, <laughs> and out of a sort of cloud bank next to you, another spinner kind of pulls out a little ahead of you and then jerks back into it quickly. Hey. I see it. I don't love that. Nope. Um, I have a dumb question. Did spinners like have windows I can shoot out of? <laughs> I mean, they do have a little port that you could slide open and shoot from. Okay. Um, you don't have a great field of fire, so it's not going to be... Sure. You're a turret. 
Yeah. Yeah, and and they're <laughs> side facing. Yeah. You don't have something out the front. Yeah. Okay. Or the back. Right. It's like a car, right? Like you could. Yeah. Did I get a good look at like the actual spinner? Does it have any identification on it? Um. Do an intelligence observation. Rolling dice. I don't know. Yeah. Uh... Sometimes I try and involve mechanics in the game. <laughs> But then you guys yeah. just go off and tell a cool story, and I'm just like, <laughs> observation. Hey, Haru has good observation. Even if they roll poorly, we're gonna push. Oh. oh. Only to make it a bad idea later. Uh, <laughs> hold on, I screwed up my sheet. There we go. All right, we're gonna push. Oh, the dice said two no. Uh, no, that was one push. Oh, one push. Okay. I should not push again. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm going to. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. In the middle of nowhere, let's go. It's fine. I only use this for bad choices. <laughs> okay, and that's two successes. Nice. Okay. Um, it is absolutely not a registered vehicle. Fantastic. Uh, it does not have any kind of uh, plate markings. It looks like it's, if I say this, I don't want the full breadth of what I'm about to say, okay. but it's kind of looks like a reaver ship from Firefly. Got you. I call uh -huh. you. Oh. Yeah, uh -huh. Like it is cobbled together and looks gross and it it's leaking uh -huh. stuff out the bottom and like Where probably held together by whatever. Out here, um, I'm gonna go into turret mode and just like where it went back into the cloud on that side, just like aim and wait. Okay, can I point something out? If you're high enough for there to be clouds, the wind speed and pressure are uh, well, there's low clouds in at in least some almost of the all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, We're gonna uh, I mean. Yes, you're still <laughs> traveling at aerial vehicle speed. Yeah. So opening the little, and that's why the windows in the spinner open like yeah. the windows in like an old Lamborghini Countach, right? Mm. It's just a little thing. <laughs> you mm -hmm. only get a little bit of window out of this bigger window. Um, so you're not like put down a whole big sheet of glass like, oh. Yeah. I just need the barrel of my gun outside the car. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, like it does dramatically increase the volume inside the vehicle, it you get a lot of wind noise. Yeah. Uh, the temperature drops, but you guys are fine. It masks the screaming. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> and Maybe a little bit of drag. It might One of us is screaming. Too. Spoilers. It's not Kestrel. <laughs> <laughs> Sit screaming for joy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hang on. I need to. Kind of sort these out a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm looking with my special eyes in my book for no reason because nothing bad is going to happen to us. Everything's fine. Because someday I'm going to make people have a chase mechanic. I know. I love the chase mechanics of this game. Oh. <laughs> raiders on raiders. Hey, welcome, the Litching Hour. <laughs> I love it. A little concerning. And you guys those. Oh boy. Okay. What could possibly go wrong? This is fine. We have a bunch of cards. Everything's fine. So, uh, there's also... First off, I handed them, and I'm keeping one of the sets, of chase maneuvers. So in this case, you have entered a chase. Uh, you're not entirely aware of it yet. They still have a little bit of advantage on you, but 
um, the uh, the next step is going to be we get to pick uh, what your planned maneuver is, and they will pick what their planned maneuver is. Mm-hmm. We reveal them at the same time, and then we figure out what obstacle comes up. And I have a little deck of aerial chase obstacles. And if it works out like the last chase, you'll come across an LAPD. <laughs> a set of LAPD officers. And it'll stop immediately. Uh, in the sky. And we'll see what, what happens. Um, so, um, you have various maneuvers you can choose from represented on your cards. So we're technically the prey? Yes, in this case, you are the prey. Okay. For now. It yeah, can change. Like the option. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But you have the option of pursue or flee as the predator or prey. You can stand and shoot where you do a power slide and just shoot out the window. That could be a thing. You can try and hide, dodge into the cloud bank or dive low, get low to the ground and see if they miss you. Uh, you can try and block. Um, in this case, a block would be a, hard. It's a prey move. It's a hard thing to do, but Consider it like you maneuver close to an obstacle, like the remnants of a tall building, and you dodge past it in a way that forces them to not be able to do their full maneuver uh, because they have to react to whatever you have blocked. Uh, And then uh, the pursuer has a maneuver called cut off, which is they can get in in front of you and block your maneuver. Mm. Um, And then uh, finally there's other. If you come up with something wild that is not covered by one of these other cards, other is your choice. Uh, and then we'll figure it out on the fly. Could other include like strafing, like if Haru flew low down and Kestrel was firing out the window down to the ground? Yeah. Okay. That would be other. Okay. Right? Okay. Nudge, yeah. hint, hint. The good old crazy Ivan. <laughs> this is what they're inclined it's to do. It's the bottom half of the hour. <laughs> But if Kestrel yelled at them, they would do this. <laughs> Pursue, flee. Uh... Yeah, I think Kestrel's instinct is sand and shoot. I want to shoot this thing down. Um... And she's ready to do it. So if she says, like, honestly, Haru would just be like, okay. Yeah, she probably yells at you to hold it steady so I can <laughs> shoot them. <laughs> yeah. And if that doesn't work, then we can yeah. try something else. We're going to do what Kestrel says. Okay. So you've chosen your maneuver. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have an idea what it is yeah. based on your negotiations, but I don't actively know. Uh, and now I will pick uh, an obstacle that comes. could possibly go wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, so in this, the obstacle is get low, right? You feel the need to get out of the clouds, uh, and we'll work this in here. Um it gives an advantage to hide, block, cut off maneuvers, and a disadvantage to pursue, flee, and stand and shoot. Of course, the two mm-hmm. options that we're talking yep. about. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, so, Hilarious. it also is a disadvantage for your pursuit, because they were trying to pursue, flee. Um, so, both sides now roll their roll, in this case, uh, at disadvantage. So it says the skill is ranged combat, but we don't have. That's not on our chart. It's your gun. The firearms. Is it just firearms? Yeah, it's your firearms. Oh, okay, yeah. that's yeah. fine. I think Haru like 
banks low, thinking like, oh yeah, we're going to get below the clouds. If you were in an armored vehicle or something with weapons attached to it, you uh -huh. might get a different die number. Okay. But in this case, it's just going to be your fire. Got it. Yeah, I think Haru's like, we're in the clouds and you can't see the thing they're shooting at, so we're just going to dive low. Okay. I got three. Three successes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with disadvantage? Oh, no. Oh. You, so you have to roll one. two of your uh, agility die and pick the Wait, worst. Wait, is that on the agility die? Oh, no, that's a different Oh, yeah. Uh, two successes then. Okay. Wait, Wait no. no. No, that's still three. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually well. better. Wait, is that four? No, it's three because you dropped you the lower the... of the two d12s. But then that's... Oh, you dropped the higher of the two d12s. Yeah, disadvantage one. means you take oh, the worst oh, right, right. of the d12s. Right, so it's three. Three. Still three. Still three. Well, there. The fates <laughs> declares. Um, <laughs> so that means you roll really well. So, good dice. Good dice. Good job. In this case, uh, what ends up happening is it looks like they outpaced you a little bit and got ahead of you. Like they've been kind of mirroring you and trying to stay hidden. They outpaced you and they came out to try and sideswipe you maybe, but then realized they were ahead of you, right? Because their visibility is also shitty. Uh, so they essentially hit the brakes to kind of get back up on you, uh, but they didn't anticipate that Kestrel was just going to be like <laughs> out the window. Um, so, uh, what's the damage number on that weapon you were firing? Okay. Um, so, I'm using the Ender Assault Rifle that I picked up from that guy I accidentally murdered. Um, and the damage is 2, and the crit die is D10. Piercing. Okay. So, um, you... Let's see. You have the page number on the crit table. Uh, for the gun? Yeah, well, oh, uh, you, for like all the range the combat. Uh, it is... Damage on 70, maybe? Combat. The health book flagged it. Yeah, right, there 73. It okay. Uh, so roll uh, 2d10s. Okay. Can you insta-death a car? Um, I got a 6 and a 4. Okay. 6 and a 4. Okay. So you, um, firing out the window, you obviously do some damage to this cobbled-together spinner. Um... And you manage to take out one of the, like, anti-grav pods, right? Mm -hmm. In place of where one of the wheels would be on this thing. Uh, so it starts listing at a funny angle. And then you stitch another set of shots across the windshield, uh, which spider webs the glass. It doesn't break away because it's specifically on spinners. It's designed not to just shatter. It tries to hold its shape, right? It's probably something like covered in a ballistic gel or something mm -hmm, that in mm -hmm. case of, of a bird strike or not bird birds anymore, strike. but they were designed at a time there might have been, but something like that or who knows what. People throwing falling. stuff out of windows. Yeah. Um, uh, to not shatter on the... Like people? 
People throwing people. people. Just yeah. people throwing things out of windows. Just Don't in case there's it. a people out a window. It's a demonstration. It's a fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it happens more than you think. <laughs> um, but uh, so they're going to be at a disadvantage uh, going forward on anything that involves observation. Okay. Right? So any move that they take that might need that, that is uh, what's going to happen. Um, they are not out of it, though. You see that they're listing a little bit, but they're definitely trying to, at this point, they're trying to pull up and, like, ram into your spinner. Cool. Maybe it's to try and force it down. Maybe it's to try and do damage and cause you to crash. They're not sure exactly, but that's their goal. So, you guys can choose another maneuver. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one would be to that one. Yeah. This is what she wants you yeah. to do. I think that that's what Haru would do anyways. Mm-hmm. That's their. This is their natural instinct <laughs> in life. Okay. Chosen? Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's see what the next obstacle is. Look, we got two cards out of the chase mechanic. Yay! Yay! Oh. Uh, a smog cloud. Oh, how nice. Uh-huh. Uh, polluted smog thickens as the chase continues. Um, it's going to be difficult for you to keep an eye on them and for them to keep an eye on you. Um, what maneuver did you choose? Hide. Uh, you get advantage. Yeah. Um, in this case, uh, the pursuer has to make an observation just to keep an eye on. Ready. So, let us see. Oh, and I need two of these because disadvantage. Okay. Did you get any successes? One. Okay. So the condensation of the smog cloud kind of just... And, like, it's to the point where it actively looks like pouring in the gun window, right? Around the Mm -hmm. barrel of your gun, there's just this... And it stinks. It's this acrid sort of industrial smell. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're just, like... the, The cabin of your vehicle fills up with this stuff. It kicks on, like, a air purifier mode... To try and keep it clear enough for you to see, but you are able to kind of dive down in amongst sort of the ruins of all of those multi-million dollar homes up on the hills mm-hmm. above, uh, like Newport Coast and Laguna, like through that stretch. So you get all the way down and disappear. Turn off the in- lights. Yeah, disappear into that. Uh, you managed to see that they kind of had swerved in into the space you used to be, uh, but then go off. They had completely lost track of you in this. Uh, probably because they had a perforated front windshield, so it would just poured this stinky smoke into the cabin, uh, and they were unable to keep an eye on you. Uh, so you have successfully managed to evade them. Hell yeah. Nice work. Cool. All right. We chased. You did it. We did a chase. So the rest of your trip down there is uneventful. Uh, You managed to get to the scrapyard. And you can see it's actually um, the old, uh, like, Coronado Naval Base. Okay. Down San Diego way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's heaps of trash and stuff that have essentially built a land bridge from the land to Coronado Island. 
Cool. And they are mining through all of that with heavy industrial equipment and scooping out bits. You can see that there's like a leaned over hulk of an old Navy ship on the other side of that kind of defines the edge of this scrapyard. Um, and all the way around, they have built a wall out of old shipping containers and put turrets, it looks like automated turrets around it uh, as they go through all this for who knows what they're recycling. Is there a way to signal to not shoot us with the turrets? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. You, can, you can totally communicate. Cool. Um, your vehicle shows up as an official LAPD vehicle. And, yeah. And all of that. So, you uh, you were allowed to come in and land. There is a cleared off area where it looks like there's sort of like a small office city of like portable trailers kind of thing that's set up here. Um, and there's a landing pad. And then they have like some industrial landing pads where they're bringing in loaders big cargo loader kind of spinners and filling them up with stuff. To take them off to assume be smelted into stuff or whatever yeah. um and you land there and out of one of the trailers comes a guy that looks like every stevedore you can imagine <laughs> all put into one person and he's kind of this barrel-chested dude that rumbles down some steps and kind of like Listen, uh, we didn't do anything wrong here. We've got all our permits. We just got some questions. We're not here to do any kind of inspection. Oh, okay. All right. I like that. What can I do for you? Uh, we have some questions about a recent court dispute, a legal dispute. Ah, and he kind of does like the listen close and you can hear presumably from the other side of the wall of containers, you can hear a bunch of voices that are yelling like, give us our fucking jobs back. You need like just random mob yelling angry. And he's like, yep, they're pretty upset. Well, uh, refresh my memory. We know that this court case is unresolved. Currently. It is ongoing. Yeah, ongoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the, this company fired all their human workers and brought in replicant workers because they're cheaper. Yeah. So, I don't know how much you know about the uh, goings-on of the court, but... Well, there's... I know I pay that fucking lawyer a lot. Yeah. So your... Name of your lawyer? Oh, damn it. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Nope. In Newport Beach? <laughs> Unheard of. What? Uh, it is... Henry Winkler. Ah, yeah. Henrik. Henrik. Heinrich Winkler. There it is. <laughs> no. Uh, the lawyer's name is Charlotte Harper. Okay. So, your court case is probably going to hit some snags coming up. I was just wondering, what are your feelings about your, uh... What do you mean, hit some snags? Answer the questions. We'll let you know. Your, uh, docket number's going to get pushed back. Are you fucking kidding me? 
I'm not in charge. I'm just here to ask some questions. I have a three-month work stoppage because of this case. And now you're telling me it's going to go longer? Hopefully not too much longer. But... Okay. How do you feel the case is going? I think I have every right to hire whoever I want. And you're, you're hiring direct from Wallace, right? Well, yeah. You're on contract through Wallace? Yeah, I, I have a standing purchase order. Mm -hmm. You feel good about the job your lawyer's doing? I seems like everything's going the way it should. You feel like the judge is going to rule in your favor? My lawyer says there's no reason why they shouldn't. I've never met the judge. I don't go to the case. It's a civil case. I don't have to be there, so I tend to try and be here to work. But the but lawyer says things are going well, and there's no law that says you can't replace your workforce. Wonderful. And you've met your lawyer. This yes. isn't just a digital hire. Yeah, yeah. We've had a meeting. We've no, had several. No one from your organization attends the trial, then? No, I mean, the lawyer, but... And your opposition, uh, your former workers, would you say they have a ringleader? Uh, yeah. And who would that be? Uh, go back to my list. We're asking Dave the hard questions tonight. <laughs> All the names. Yay! <laughs> Love names. No, 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 it's fine. Like, I'm prepared for names, I just have a list. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't bring it up before we started, because that... You're so valid. Would have been a good idea. Uh, Leo Alexander. And where uh, is Mr. Alexander uh, located these days? Since obviously it's not here. Uh, he might be on the other side of the wall, out there screaming. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, he's been agitating that they should get protections, like an old union, out of the movies. Or out of books. Yeah. So uh, don't do that anymore. But we don't need that here. I mean, there's other things they could be doing with themselves. Other mm -hmm. than working a dangerous job like that. I'm just trying to help people not have to work a dangerous job. Yeah, and to make more money. Jobs are plenty out here in the Keppel. They could head back to the city. Mm -hmm. Would you rather be out here? Just taking the bus down from the city. You Buddy, might get I'm from murdered. Well, you made the right choice then. You moved to the city and joined the LAPD. You got a good job. Uh-huh. Everybody out there could go find a good job. I'd rather be a restaurant server in the city than be a laborer out here. Kestrel, do you have any other questions for our wonderful... Uh boss here just for our records uh what were your whereabouts on the night of uh, gives him approximate date and time yeah. of murder <laughs> uh well i i was let's see was i here was i at my apartment uh follow question where is your apartment it's the south side of the city mm -hmm. out by the seawall you know i don't i don't make that much money out here but I've got a nice place I keep. I commute. And he points over at a older but okay-looking spinner. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not mm -hmm. in terrible shape. Not or... fancy. It is not. It is not. Like, this guy is a small company boss. Yeah. Not like, 
I am the mega recycling mastermind. Yes. Like, yeah. So he's doing better than his poor employees outside, but he's not rolling in it. He's out here in the kipple. He's not wealthy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and then he kind of ponders a little bit and he's like, I'm sure I would have been back home. Can anybody confirm that? Well, I mean, my wife and kids. Mm-hmm. I come down and I spend three or four days here and then I go back You're for the rest of the week. And essentially, things have gotten a little better when I started with the new workforce. Does your new workforce have a foreman? Well, sure. And he rattles off a serial number. Cool. Okay. Uh, just to get a quick quick chat with them. Sure. Um, they'll be out. Uh, and he kind of points and there's like one of those magnet cranes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They'll be up there. And if we can get the uh, information for... Uh... Charlotte Harper as well. We would like to be in touch. Oh, yeah, sure. And he yeah. goes back in the office and comes back and hands you a little plastic business card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get any further agitation from the opposition to your case or otherwise, let us know. Well, hey, that sounds great. Yeah. Can you do anything about getting them to clear out of here? I'm going to go have a conversation with them. That is not the LAPD's job. Well, I know, but you're all the way here. Could we have maybe I could get something for you if you could help me out? You got something worth giving? Maybe. And he kind of <laughs> he's like, hang on a minute. And he goes and he comes back with like it's a selection of 2010s personal electronics. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't work, but they're there, and sometimes they're collector items. Like, you know, there is a value in some yeah. of these things. Like, there are people that have refurbished old iPods, and people that want to use this clunky-ass old-looking laptop um, because the hipster scene isn't going anywhere. No. Like, this, yeah. Um, so, like, he kind of pulls out this container... That he has, and he's like, so I've got a couple of these. I'd be willing to... How he looks at Kestrel. Looks back at the bin. I think our resources might be better spent elsewhere, but I am still going to go have a chat with them. Hey, great. If something happens, come back and see me. If you can talk to them and uh, maybe uh, head... Like, I, I, you can tell them I'd be willing to pay for the bus fare. Hmm. All right. Get him back to town. Do something for your workers. Want to talk to the foreman? Do you need chat. backup? No, but you might want it for the protesters. Yeah, that's fair. It's a lot of, sounds like there's a lot of them out there. I don't know, I like a crowd. Okay. So you go to the foreman first, or? Yeah. We're already in here. Yeah, we're already in yeah. here. Sure. You get over there, and it's, you know, 30 meters up this scaffolding. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a ladder, right? Cool. It is not a lift. It's just make your way up. Um, oh, uh, you want to wait down here? Yeah. <laughs> That's the very next question I was going to have. Hottie <laughs> just walks up to the ladder, looks at Castrol, looks at their kind of nice shoes standing on the ground. Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> slings gun over her shoulder, starts climbing. <laughs> um, why don't you make a strength stamina roll with advantage? Okay. okay. That is two successes. You get up to the cab of this crane without any problem. Um, and you get in there, and like the crane's been moving around and doing things, lifting and moving, and sometimes they use the, the big uh, weighted magnet thing to kind of clear away pile. Um, and then down where this has been lifting things out, you see that there is a crew of maybe 20 or 30 people that are down there amongst it. You, you don't have a good eye on that, but no. as you've gotten to higher Kestrel, you've see, you see that. Um, and uh, sitting there in this control chair with several monitors around them is, you presume, this uh, foreman. Uh, who, when the door opens, kind of, like, immediately lets go of the controls. So it goes back to just a resting stop. Uh, and turns and is like, can I help you? You're fine. Continue working. I have a few questions. Oh, very good. Uh, I should focus on your questions instead of splitting my attention. Great. Uh, you're the new foreman? Yes. For the yes. scrapyard? Mm -hmm. um, your boss treat you guys okay? I mean, we're employed. We're doing a job. Mm -hmm. You and the new rough pink crew? Yes. We are provided with nutrients and housing. Any kind of gestures down at the couple of trailers and Clearly, they're kind of set up like bunkhouses. Uh, a lot of protesters outside. They give you guys any trouble? Uh, we have had several times where people have tried to climb over the retaining wall. Um, we've uh, started work in the morning several times to find people chained to valuable bits. And then we have to cut them free and send them on their way. Anybody particularly violent? Uh, some scuffles. They've attacked several of the workers. Um, but nothing major. Certainly nothing that has involved, uh, any, uh, you know, repairs or warranty. Good. Uh, are you aware of the court case that's going on? Uh, yes, yes. We certainly hope that we can continue to be of service. Fair enough. Um, anything escalates with the protesters outside or your boss starts treating you guys bad you let me know she gives them her contact well, well thank you um i certainly hope that nothing gets worse in either direction same here i won't keep you any longer no thank you for your visit it has been a, a different day <laughs> oh buddy <laughs> come on data <laughs> <Big yikes. laughs> It was agreeable to see somebody worse at being a person than Kestrel. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. Um, <laughs> you know that there are different levels of replicants. Yeah. Right? yeah. So these are clearly industrial labor replicants. And he's probably an order of magnitude higher up the chain than the ones that are down there working. A fancy yeah. one. Yeah. Gives him the essential verbal pat on the head and leaves. Yes. Good job. No. <laughs> Stay safe. <laughs> well, the whole time Haru's trying to look like foreboding and dangerous, like no one else is allowed to climb this ladder. No one's 
probably challenging them on this. <laughs> but he's tried. Yeah, um, yeah. And they're small, so it's very funny to me. <laughs> and they're just like looking. Cool. Um, you probably see that uh, some of the things that are specifically being gathered are like ancient ordnance from the Navy base. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. But it's not continually hazardous like it's not an armed weapon that they're extracting it's more like they're pulling the depleted uranium from shells they're you know um separating out steel from more exotic things that kind of stuff hopefully not in concert with the ordinances but do i see any plasma torches um there absolutely are some of the workers that are cutting away at larger bits mm -hmm. especially to move things um but yeah they've got it looks like uh like a uh you know those like hip bags mm -hmm. that attach to a belt and then have a thigh belt oh yeah almost mm -hmm. like a holster but mm -hmm. it's yep. that that size of a thing mm -hmm. that looks to be attached to what looks like sort of like a gun yeah. with a, a heavy-duty cable on a spiral. Um, and they kind of unholster the gun part and cut off a piece of steel or whatever pretty quickly. I think just when Kestrel returns, Hunter just points at one of them. Just as a, like, we're seeing this. Let's go talk to the owner real quick again. I'm going to need one of those for science. All right. Sure. It's just on our way back to the protesters. Um, what was our Foreman? For, no, the owner guy's name. Oh, uh, we didn't come up with a no, name for him. We didn't name his name. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> the random. Okay, so like I made a list of names, and then like it'll pair first and last. Uh, it literally gave me Jack Daniel. <laughs> I love, but, I love no. him. All right, apparently that's what we're going with. <laughs> Alcoholic related episode. <laughs> um, when you get back to town, you need to go out to brunch and have mimosas, I guess. Yeah. yeah. The next Perfect. Perfect. Uh, so we'll go back to Mr. Daniel. Um, so your workers uh, use a plasma cutter. Is that oh, standard sure, sure. for your workforce? Uh, yeah, we've got a bunch of them. They take them out as needed, and they usually have two or three guys out there that do cut and work. Yeah, did any go missing lately? No. Search your records. Let us know if you do find any that are missing. We're sure, going to need to borrow one I mean, for the time being. We go through them out here. You go they, through them. They, they only last so long. There's only so many recharge cycles. Yeah, I mean, tools, workforce... They don't all stick around for that long. I mean, that's the point, right? You replace things that are broken. Get them. Potter <laughs> just stares into the middle distance for a minute. I'm, I'm struggling so hard to try and portray somebody that seems like a good guy, but is also not. Yeah, yeah. You're doing a really like, good fantastic. job. You're doing like, a really oh. good job. Uh, you feel Kestrel just put a hand on your shoulder. <laughs> she just pointedly looks at the guy and like, I'm gonna need you to grab one of those plasma cutters for me before we leave. Uh, all right, okay. And he'll march back up into the trailer, and he comes out with one. He's like, "It's not 
all the way charged yet. Is that all right? That's fine. Okay. You uh, can uh, send it back, or uh, you can requisition the uh, financial compensation from the LAPD. Well, I was going to add, do I get like a receipt or anything? Paper? Uh, I mean, you could send a digital <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, I'll like send that. him a digital, like, sure. here, I took your plasma cutter. <laughs> That's probably literally what it says. I owe you yeah. one plasma cutter. It's just on LAPD. It's a good thing paper is scarce, because yes. otherwise Hunter would have literally just read, I owe you, and then slammed it against the person's chest. <laughs> sure. Um, so you... Are you filing it officially that you have taken this? Yes. Or is this a under-the-table thing? No. Hmm. This okay. is on the table. Legit. Okay. I'm going to take it to Coco, and we're going to perform some tests. <laughs> Great. For science. Hey, Coco, you He's know how you didn't so have excited. a plasma torch? <laughs> you do now. So uh, you um, you send him the all the paperwork. It turns out it's like a whole... It would be like a many-page little booklet of all of the indemnification of the LAPD and I'm not you know, doing that. All of, but I mean that stuff it's all auto populates, right? Great. Like, AI for that now. Terms yeah. and conditions. Yeah. Yeah. So you get in all that and uh uh he he receives it and goes, All right, and hands you the it's about forty five percent charged. Mm-hmm. Um and he hands it to you and goes, All right, well Thanks again. You know, again, if you can get them to take up the offer on a bus ticket or anything, I, I'll owe you one. It's, a, it's the next stop on our little tour. Fantastic. Well, your feel free to leave your spinner parked here. It wouldn't be safe to take it out there. No. Where's your gate? Any kind of... Party <laughs> <laughs> who was fully planning to take the spinner on the other side is <laughs> so like... I hate that you have a point. Kestrel, <laughs> why does he have a point? <laughs> He's right, we should walk. So he kind of gestures over, and there's like a... He he just rattles off a number, the yeah, yeah. code for the keypad. Uh, and he's like, that'll get you in and out. Uh, yeah. And yeah. it's actually... Essentially, it's just an offset shipping container that has like little electric dolly feet underneath it right mm-hmm. and you punch in the code and the thing goes to and moves to the side Amazing. and will let you out and then it rolls back into place awesome. let's shift off of you guys for a yeah. minute we'll come back for your meeting with the protesters outside gavin and your journey to the wallace to the wallace corp yes uh so you arrive mm-hmm. there is a guest parking garage uh assuming you're taking a spinner oh absolutely okay um, you get close to the building, like you can see it, and your spinner, like the logo changes from LAPD to Wallace, and it, oh. like the, the lighting scheme inside changes, like the <laughs> ambient light of the vehicle changes. Come on, Disney, let's uh, go. pilot. <laughs> wow. And, uh, it pilots itself in and parks it in one of these guest parking spots. Um, you're greeted by assumably a replicant mm-hmm. uh, like a valet but they don't take your car um, they just stand there and open the door after it's settled and kind of gesture for you to go inside and you can see there's probably 10 or 15 of these valets around this lot um, that are just standing out there and they're all dressed in uh, it looks a little bit like you're wearing your coat Right, it it's a coat like that, 
but no collars. Mm-hmm. Like it's just up to here, mm. sort of collarless. Just no, even doesn't even look like there's a stitched edge there. It's just there, and they're long, um, like near floor length. Oh, okay. Kind of coats. Um, and they're just sort of, they just, and as soon as you have walked onto the walkway and start heading into the building, they just kind of step up to the, the edge of the, the walkway and stand there again, mm-hmm. waiting for the next car to arrive. How many cars are there? Um, probably 10 to 20. Okay. And from where you parked, you know, you're about halfway up the building and you can't see the top. Like it is this massive geometrical brutalist looking shape um and the outside even looks like it's kind of made out of stone um you don't know if it really is but it certainly looks like it looks like the kind of edifice that is trying to be built that would be found here in ten thousand years Mm -hmm. it's giving pharaoh yes ziggurat Yeah. I will go in. Now, before I got here, was I able to make any kind of appointment? Am I just trying to charm my way into... Were you calling ahead to try and make an appointment? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think I would have tried okay. to, like, yeah, just to at least give them a heads up that I'm coming. Dropping the uh, UN side of things to try to maybe okay. expedite the appointment. Uh, So, when you get to the door, it is not glass. It is looks like a solid piece of stone that recesses away like in two parts. Yes. Right? So it's almost like stone wings that are folding oh. into the sides of the entryway. And the entryway itself is 30 feet wide, right? Like you could have driven your spinner into this lobby, right? But it's these stone wings that silently just kind of fold away and you enter into the lobby and it's got like simulated sunlight that's shining in ways at these various geometrical stone pieces to create like a shadow scape. Oh. Um, so like it's really the whole lobby's presentation is about the difference between light and darkness. Um, like the whole thing is the shot of Luke Skywalker with half his face in the light. Mm-hmm. The, like the whole mm-hmm. lobby. Oh. But it's these directed bits of light that are shining on these angular pieces of stone and just creating weird shadows all over the place. It's a little overwhelming. Yeah. uh, But that's the point, right? Um, But you don't get two steps into the building and you are greeted by three people. Um, And it looks like all of them are dressed differently. They're not all in uniform. But they're all dressed in very professional attire. Okay. Um, and the first one introduces themselves and says, Welcome. Um, I'm happy to help you with anything you have to do with uh, any UN regulations. Um, this is Johan, our lead UN interface. And this is... I had just looked at the damn list. Can't keep the names in my head for two things. Uh, Grayson, uh, who is our... um, Attorney is the wrong word, but who is our legal interface Mm -hmm. with 
the UN. Uh, and my name is, again, I did it. It's a lot of names. <laughs> what? What did you say? I just said it's a lot of names. Lot Britain's of funnier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Zoe. Um, so what can we do for you? I'm here to investigate uh, the recent failing of a baseline test on one of judges, Judge uh, Amari Belsley. Ah. Uh, uh, yes, yes, of course. Uh, please come with us. And they you. turn and walk down a corridor. Um, and they take you into... Um, a room that looks like a conference room, right? There's a large table in the center. Uh, in this case, there are four chairs around the conference table. Um, and the uh, Johan sits down and starts interfacing with a keyboard you can't see uh, at the table, just doing things, making gestures. And you can see that Johan's eyes are darting back and forth like they're reading. Mm, mm -hmm. um, and uh, then he hits a certain combination of keys and one wall becomes essentially like a personnel file about Noah. Okay. The Lachlan. Um, and uh, uh, Zoe says, so... Uh, we do have a record of service uh, on this model, but everything has been fine since the initial recalibration. Are you able to tell what the issue was that caused the failing of the baseline? Um, it appears that the first imprint had a problem with timekeeping. Uh, he was uh, chronically late, uh, so that initiated a baseline test um, and upon a failure was sent back to us, we recalibrated things and he's been quite punctual since. And that was the only issue, tardiness. Uh, yes, yeah. But it did fail the test. Clearly. I mean, punctuality is next to godliness. Uh, in this case, that's what the UN pays for. And there were, there were no other issues, no other, nothing... That was flagged when he was tested or recalibrated. Um, and they kind of Zoe kind of gestures at the wall and things scroll up. Um, uh, extremely high intelligence score, probably higher than they paid for, to be honest. And she kind of scrolls back and looks, and you see an invoice, and in this case, it's a large number. Whew. Um, like Noah would be a not top of the line model, but Definitely in the, the B tier. Mm -hmm. right? Arboretum money? I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it would be like buying a membership money. It would be more like keeping a membership money. Well, it would be more like if you could afford this, you could also have. Yeah. It's yeah. bonsai garden money, not arboretum money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's You might be invited to one of the parties there. There you go. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Not a visit any time kind of membership. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, they 
yeah, probably ended up higher than than they paid for, but you know, there's a little bit of art and science to this. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, and then scrolling back down, um, not a particularly high empathy score, but not needed in a law clerk position. No, why would anybody need empathy to enforce the law? Well, they don't enforce the law. They just research things for the judge. I was just talking in general. Well, I mean, that seems like the judge's job. And they don't trust us to supply judges yet. Yet. Uh, so no latent violent tendencies, nothing. Violence? Uh, no. That's, that's nice to see. Um... Who administered the test? Uh, well, the test was performed at the UN courthouse. Uh, we've installed testing rooms there per the contract. Mm -hmm. um, when the report came to us, we shut down the testing room and contained the subject until one of our teams could arrive. And who handled the reprogramming? Uh, and keeps scrolling, gets down and says, uh, Looks like Noah went into the engineering department, um, and they give you some tech. Wasn't O'Leary by any chance, was it? Uh, I mean, so O'Leary's department. Mm -hmm. But not uh, O'Leary himself, no. or themselves. Herself. Herself. Mm -hmm. But, uh, no. Yeah, it's it's some tech. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to really give you a name because... Oh, that's fine. It doesn't appear... I'll tell you right now, it doesn't appear like the tech was doing something funky. Okay. Like, it was tech... Got an assignment, looked at the stats, twisted a couple dials, sent them back, everything seems fine. Okay. Um, any chance that tech is here, I'd like to talk to them. Uh, and kind of gestures to one of the others who does more stuff and brings up a new file on um, a person uh, who... Looks like they are here. Okay. Uh, we can certainly uh, have them brought up for you to interview if you need. That would be great. Thank you. Yeah, I would like to just confirm some information, see if they notice anything they may not have made it to the report. Just covering all our bases to make sure that oh, I see. everything is fine. Well, I'm certain everything was. In the oh, I'm sure. But just, you know, again, covering all the bases. Very good. Very good. Um Give us a moment, and we'll uh, we'll be right back with you. If you'd like any refreshments, and they gesture over at... It looks like there's a bit of the wall that is protruding mm -hmm. into the room a little bit, and you're welcome to have whatever you'd like. Great, thank you. Um, and the three of them stand, and the wall shuts down, and out of the room they go. Okay. Um, you end up spending probably 20 minutes waiting. Um... Seems like a long time, but it's a big ass building. Oh yeah, <laughs> like even to make. Uh, at one point in my life, I had friends that worked in the Pentagon, mm. and it's like you have to work in commute time. <laughs> it's such a massive structure. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like oh, I'll be over to your office for lunch. It's like mm, okay, give yourself fifteen minutes. Disney Parks and Resorts employee, actually. Mm, sure. <laughs> <laughs> right though. Um. 
especially new people, because they're like, mm. all these hallways are military and look exactly the same. And I can't go through this hallway. I have to go two right. floors down to go through this hallway. Right. So I think while Gavin's waiting, he's resisting the urge to pace by sitting and just kind of opening and clenching his fists, like trying to sure. get that nervous energy. Are you going to have any snacks or beverages? Um, Not yet. Okay. We're just kind of waiting for him to trying to make it look like he has everything under control when this person arrives, so pacing would not, and not be it. The, the door kind of bursts open a little bit, and the tech uh, arrives. Uh, a sheen of perspiration <laughs> on, uh, and they close the door and say, uh, yes, uh, I was told that you need my help with something. Yes, yes, absolutely. You seem parched. Would you like something to drink? Oh, um... Well, that would be delightful. Uh, and, like, they kind of walk around the table and go over to the thing and open it up, and it's like, it looks like a top-end hotel mini bar. Right? Mm. There's everything you might want in there. Um, and they kind of look around, and they they kind of then slowly close the doors and sit back down without picking it on anything. Are you sure you don't want anything? They, I put it on my tab. Oh. They offered it to me. And they stand back up and they kind of look around the room a little bit. Like, they'd be looking for a camera, but you can't see. Right. Right? And then they kind of go over to the door and open it up and go... And reach in and pull out just a little bottle of water. Sure. Oh, my God. Uh, and open it up and Mini sit back down at the table. Yeah. But it's not that name no, brand. No. Like, it's... Reaching uh, yen. <laughs> <laughs> one um, for the bottle two for the replacement cost mm -hmm. but I mean you see <laughs> things in there that are incredible mm -hmm. right like there's actual bottles of like the mini bottles of champagne that have like a glass in them there's all, all, whatever kind of things you can think of in mimosa. <laughs> right? right though yeah. <laughs> um, there's probably stuff like actual Fruit juice oh, in a whoa. bottle. Uh, stuff like that. Was there anything as they were perusing that they like kind of hovered over and then went to the water? Like something higher end? I mean, probably. Like you could, if eyeballs could drool mm -hmm. <laughs> right. at the whole thing. Um, Is Gavin a doxy? Anything. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh,. They probably wanted to have an actual Coke. Mm. Like, uh, it is still branded as Coca-Cola, and it just looked super good to them. Okay. You could tell that they were like... And then they're like, reached to the shelf below and took out the little bottle of water. Coca-Cola yeah. original recipe. Mm-mm. Uh, so the cocaine. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so in I the universe? Will, right? Mm -hmm. I will go to the little mini bar and I will grab the Coke. And I will ice, I'm guessing, probably available. Or is it sure. just cold? I mean, it's chilled. Right. It, it was in there. Yeah. A glass. Sure. So yeah, I'll you, pop it. You open the next it. cabinet and there's a variety of glasses for whatever mm -hmm. beverage you're going to try and make. <laughs> and I'll set it down, like, kind of in between us. Sure, sure. 
And like little tiny bubbles are popping, and there's like the little spits of coke oh, yeah. on the table. Mm, that's a good stuff. It looks like the co- commercial for a yes. coke, right? Like you can hear. Yeah, you poured it into the glass, and you set it on the table, and the camera pulls out to like a person with a bottle of water looking like. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell if you won't. And like they kind of again looking around nervously, like. Set the bottle of water down slowly and reach out and grab the glass super gingerly, bring it back, and they're like giving it a big smell. <laughs> and like you can see that like a little bit of the popping carbonation has like hit their face, and they're just like, like <laughs> losing it. Take a little sip, and they're just like, like come alive, right? Like it is this weird mix of flavors and they've always had this fantasy about having it but now they have and honestly look a little weepy like upset at how much they've enjoyed it love it (laughs) yeah so now that we're refreshed i was wondering if we could talk about uh, the baseline test and the reprogramming of this replicant. Oh, um, certainly. One second. And they sure. set the soda down very gently and they start to manipulate whatever interface is happening mm-hmm. here in front of them. Um, and then they bring the file back up and they kind of spend a minute looking at it and making some adjustments. And then you see like other documents opening up that have um very technical documents right mm-hmm. that are popping up and they're kind of looking at them and kind of tracing some lines you know like stuff that looks like ekgs and all kinds of stuff and then the like hormone analysis and blood work and all kinds of scientific stuff um and then they kind of get to uh uh, like the baseline test in question um and uh again it it re- this test that they bring up and they kind of refreshed it looks like they're refreshing their memory sure right yeah like to this tech you know to you this this replicant is very important to this tech this replicant is a tuesday right right like um and they kind of go oh uh well, it looks like it was a miscalibration of time perception. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kept being late to work. Right. Um, so we had to kind of flush the system and start again. Um, but it was basically a re-upload. It might have been an error in the connection when we were uploading things the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but seems like it took. Everything seems fine now. That's that's always good to hear. Um, anything that seemed slightly out of the ordinary, but not enough to necessarily report. We're looking at all of our options here to make sure uh, um, clear this person of any wrongdoing. Why don't you roll an empathy manipulation? I absolutely will. <laughs> with an advantage. Hey, for buttering them up with Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Tip of Coca-Cola. All right. And I completely agree, James. Like. This this poor tech is ruined inside yeah. <laughs> forever. Ruining lives one day at a time. Cardio. Gavin the pusher. 
Uh, I rolled a 10, so I think it's two successes. Yeah. Okay, and you've got the advantage part, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, they kind of do some more gestures at the table, and then they're reading something that they can see and you can't. Um, well, it wasn't so much a, an error, but it seemed like there had been like a memory leak kind of a situation. Um, probably because of the time misalignment. Hmm. Uh, it looks like they were missing some time. And this was before the realignment? Yes. Uh, do you approximate me how much time was missing? Uh, it would be, you know, 10, 15 minutes here or there. Nothing hmm. major. It seems like they almost disassociated time and then kind of sprung back into their, their you know, routine and got to work. So they were consistently late all over. Mm. And this missing time or this missing memory uh, was considered less of a problem than the time lapse or the time lapse of the main cause. And this was just a, a strange side effect. I mean, it might have been... I'm mean, any number of reasons before the reset. Uh, it seems like, I mean, it's not missing time like those old UFO stories about people that disappeared and came back and it was hours later. It wasn't like that. It was, it looked like there was some kind of an error and they didn't perceive the time progressing for a couple of minutes here or there. Um, and then that led to them being late, mm. right? Imagine you wake up in the morning, you get a cup of coffee, and you sit down to drink it, and you forget to drink it for a few minutes. Or you make the coffee, and then you do some other things, and you come back, your coffee's already drunk. It was that kind of a thing. Mm. The, the unconscious things that all of us do in the process of our day, it seems like those ended up taking too much time. Like they were just either distracted or something and they didn't register that time passing like they should. Replicants, they're usually pretty good with time management. Mm -hmm. uh, is there any record of what time was missing? Like I say, it would just be a few minutes here or there. So not, nothing to timestamp to... No. and okay. I, I mean, I didn't dive into it research. It wasn't... We've had situations with models in the past that you know they would end up losing like a day and that's a problem sure um so then we do some research into why what happened but in this case it would it's like if you had a clock that ran a minute every hour slow right mm -hmm. so by the end of a day suddenly you're 12 minutes late or 16 minutes late. That kind of a thing. I see. This is all incredibly interesting. I didn't know this something that could happen for replicants. Well, sure. I mean, it could happen to people too. There's people that are just really bad about getting places. Oh, I know. I work with some. <laughs> oh. Some replicants or people? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, you should report that. Uh, like... Time management is a problem. We can correct. It's pretty easy. Look at this. 
no problem since the initial. I might just have to add that to a report I'm writing. Oh, but that's that's incredibly interesting. Um, I would actually love to hear more about this. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of time right now. Would we be able to meet up at another time? Well, at first they were about to automatically be like, no, I'm very busy. But then they like looked at the Coke and they're like, anytime you have any questions, I'm happy to help. Great. I mean, we doesn't even have to be here. I, I mean, Coke is fine, but I really prefer the vanilla Coke. Have you had vanilla Coke? What? Coke with vanilla. It's a flavor. What's vanilla? <laughs> oh, this poor bastard. So, why don't you give me your number, and we will go and discuss this more, and we can sample many different flavors of Coke. Wait, are you talking like Coke and Diet Coke? No. No one drinks Diet Coke anymore. <laughs> oh. Uh, of course not. Oh, yeah. Who would drink a Diet Soda? Ridiculous. <laughs> and they're like pulling the glass closer to them again. <laughs> like, our time is almost up. I have to finish this. Um. Uh. But, uh, sure, sure, and they, um, do some kind of a gesture with their right hand while they're, like, chugging down this soda, um, and you get, uh, like, near-field communication-style pop-up with their contact. Perfect. Um. We can name them later. I don't need a name right now. Sure. <laughs> they were literally just tech. <laughs> <laughs> You've been airdropped. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Great, well... Uh, but, uh, sure. Yeah, if you have any questions, that's fine. Uh, I mean, and they kind of do some stuff with the computer, and the wall turns off, and then the table actually, like the lighting, underlighting of the table turns off, and they go, if you need help with a replicant model, I'm happy to, you know, consult or anything. You know, I like I said, if you were having problems with any of the models that are working for you, I could come see what's going on. At least give you some direction of, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I think that might be actually very helpful. Sure, sure. But That's I want to, yeah, I'll, I'll check in with them and make sure that it's not just a personality issue. Well, I mean. <laughs> not if, software personality, just, you'll understand. Isn't it, it all software? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, okay. but don't tell them that. Like, oh, 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 sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, but this is great, and yes, we will definitely be in touch. Um, can you dispose of that bottle? Oh, yeah. Thank, thank you. And they've finished the yeah. coke and like set the glass down and then they go to get up and they're like oh like something has gone horribly awry <laughs> right yeah. pace yourself like like oh, no and like they're i don't even think they know like what kind of sugar rush you can get if you've never had a soda before like so they're clearly like 
oh, um, we'll have a great day. And like they stumble a little bit getting up and and get to the door and uh, exit the room. Perfect. Unless you're going to stop them or say anything. No, else. no, okay. they can they can leave, and I will uh, very very happily save their information into my KIA. And now sure. I have a contact in engineering at Wallace, which is just what I wanted. You ruined their life. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> That's um, fine. They get coke out of it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you've even seen coke in a coke bottle in like the nice clubs mm. right like this is imported from atlanta oh. kind of coke like it's not locally bottled <laughs> syrup and carbonated it's water single batch cola yes yeah <laughs> like yeah and you can tell like it's in an actual glass bottle it's not in the plastic oh. Kind of, mm, kind by Atlanta, he means Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah. And then, a couple of minutes later, like, a, a set of it looks like escorts arrive mm. at the door mm -hmm. and ask, like, do you have any other business? Nope, I'm I'm all done here, thank you. No, oh, very good, very good. If you'd like to follow us, mm -hmm. and they take you out, and um, uh, hey, what the heck? I'll pocket the bottle as a souvenir. Okay. Uh, why don't you do uh, <laughs> agility stealth? Yikes. Okay. Come on, <laughs> Gavin. Uh, agility is a d10. Stealth is a d8. Okay. Okay. That's so it's not bad. You're but... doing good. <laughs> you I believe think. in you. I believe in you. Your dice, maybe not. But I do. Uh, I'm gonna push. Oh, no. uh, we should steal some trash. <laughs> I need garbage. Yeah. Yeah. We were both garbage men today. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I felt not used to handling garbage. <laughs> I don't know. We are on the same team. There we go. That is a nine. Cool. You slip it right into your coat pocket. Um, you can even take the with a success. You can take the untouched bottle of water. Oh yeah, um, and put that in your pocket to yeah. go. Yeah, sure. Um, and as you're walking out, the lead escort kind of looks at you and goes, uh, "Do you need uh, to avail yourself of any other amenities before you go?" Oh no, I'm fine, thank you. Oh, very good, very good. Uh, and they escort you out to the door, and it opens up and. You can go back out. And they have your spinner has been moved to right in front of the door. Um, and there is uh, one of the valets from the parking lot is standing there and has opened the door for you. Okay. And once I get the spinner, I'll send a message on the KIA to the team, letting them know. Followed up with Wallace about Noah. Everything's on the up and up. Nothing really to report there. Seems clean. And then I will be on my way. You're off. Let's get back to... Uh... Meeting with the protesters. We're union busting. Yep. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. I don't know what you're gonna do. That's We're your choice. Once you get out to there. A guy. Kestrel's good at talking to people. Yeah. I, listen, Haru is personable, even if they're barely a person. It's fine. <laughs> you don't have to be a person to be personable. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. Your teammate is getting you lined up to be recalibrated. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know Hunter deserves that uh, as a treat. Uh- <laughs> oh, gosh. You can try and have Kestrel recalibrated. Good luck. I haven't had trouble with you. You're great. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. Hello. Um, yeah. Um, how do you files away the uh, entry code? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. How often they change that, I wonder. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And is going to walk out like this is just another street in Los Angeles. Cool. Unbothered. I mean, there's not much street. No. Uh, yeah. There is a little pathway that goes through the gate. Uh, but once you get to the other side, it is just a wasteland of refuse. Um, on our way out there... Um, can I look up the ringleader's name on my KIA? Just do a quick Google search to see if I can get a picture of him. You absolutely can. Um, let's go with intelligence tech. Okay. As a role. So just to see how much information you can get sure. quickly. Intelligence tech. Not my best forte, but we're going to do it. I believe in you. I would say I'm helping you, but Haru is not... That is fair. That is a one. I'm going to push because I don't want that. (sighs) That's fine. All right. I delight in watching you guys push (laughs) rolls. Especially because it seems like every time there's a roll that's like, I don't know if that's really that important, but by God, I'm going to succeed. Okay, the dice said one two times in a row. They're like, oh. So you actually discover that you're having a hard time with a connection. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. So, um... That's fair. It plants a little bit of a seed of doubt because if shit goes bad... Oh, yeah. You're not under the umbrella of the LAPD out here, right? Mm-hmm. You're far enough away that backup probably wouldn't show up for hours because they'd wait to find out that you don't report for the next shift mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So... There's a little bit of that in your mind. I know, I'm not saying you're not a brave person. No, no, <laughs> But, and everybody knows the Kipple's a fucking rough house of a place. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I guess when we get out here, I'll look for anybody that seems like they are in charge. Like, just kind of body language-wise. Sure. Um, and you can see that most of the protesters out here have pulled up it looks like homemade lawn chairs, mm. right? So they have like patched together scraps of metal and uh, fibrous material, like r- rope tied to a piece of cable, tied to old phone charger cable, and like knitted around the little frame. So a bunch of them are just kind of sitting there, and they're sort of drinking like what kind of looks like beer, mm-hmm. right? There's there's a cooler and. I love these people. They're just kind of sitting there, and they drink, and then somebody shouts some some angry slogan, and they all go, yeah, fuck that guy, yeah. Uh, you know, the stereotypical South Park, they ticker jams. That kind of noise is coming out. But you do spot sitting in a full... Uh, you remember those old lounge chairs that like are the three part fold up? Oh yeah. Yep. I was mm-hmm. picturing it in my head already. 
So it's With one the, of those like, plastic things that go across. Yeah, the plastic like noodle band. Yep. band. Those horrible oh, web of I can feel imprints it. on your Get back. Your toes yeah. stuck in them weirdly. Everything, yeah. Everything's yeah. stuck yeah. in them. Uh, but sitting there on one with the back kind of upright, not totally reclined like, uh, you know, some kind of hedonistic <laughs> <laughs> lounging sofa. But uh, the back is sitting upright and the front is tilted down. You see an incredibly attractive young man. Hmm. Hmm. And the rest of them are all kind of spread around this person. Haru is uh, badly joining their cheering. Okay. <laughs> you know, so when like, you're yeah. in a choir and you say watermelon, they're doing that. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, it's, She's not subtle uh, like a tank. Um, I'm going to make a beeline for that dude. Sure. I think uh, Haru is trying to be like, has anyone seen? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you kind of get a few steps closer to everybody, and like, you see that the crowd at, in, in like a wave as you've gotten closer is all like, what the fuck? What the? F-? And like, a couple of them are kind of trying to stand up real fast. Like, She's like, you're fine. Sit. And you see like the first guy is like, yeah? Sit. Okay. We're cool sense. here. It's our right to be here. You're We're fine. suing that motherfucker. And then, like, there's both of you can do uh, an intelligence observation. Okay. Big brain times. Not you. You did. Nope. One success. Okay. Uh, you see that one of the guys in the back has clearly made a move like they are going for something. Mm-hmm. Not quickly, but in the, like... Let me be ready. If, yeah, yeah, if shit's yeah. about to pop off with like this crazy militaristic person walking <laughs> up on us, I'm gonna be the one that might get a shot off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy that's on the lounger stands up, um, and has that full, like when the star of a movie. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be working like a dirty job, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's that kind of look. Like, there's strategic little bits of grease yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, in yeah, a couple yeah. of places. But, like, clean-shaven, tremendous jawline. Down on his luck, 90s Brad Pitt is here. Yes. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're welcome. Thank wow. you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to um, live there for a couple minutes. And, uh, and he's kind of like, okay, everybody. We're cool, and he like gestures at the both of you, like we're cool. Haru's hands are up. Great, great, and he's clearly making no threatening gestures. Um, what can we do for you? We just have some uh, questions, and Haru's going to very slowly pull their badge out from underneath their coat. Uh, and he's like, questions. Oh, okay. You guys aren't in any trouble. We just have questions. Uh, are you, what's his name? Leo. Leo? Yeah, yeah, that's me. Alexander? Good, you're who we want to talk to. Well, uh, I'm happy to talk. Uh, uh, especially if you're here about doing something about that asshole. That's another matter. Uh, the big question we have is, uh, are you aware that your court case has been delayed a little? What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> Do you have a lawyer representing you in the court case? Yeah. 
Name, please. My fucking cousin. Your cousin. Is that a name? No. The weird name. <laughs> we shouldn't be allowed to <laughs> no. Just the immediate roll into that's a weird name. Oh, all right, all right. Come on, Steve. <laughs> Cousin, um, his name's uh. <laughs> I gotta look at the list again. I had it. I had it in my head, and then you killed oh me. <laughs> Mason. Mason, same last name. Yeah, Alexander. Alexander. Okay, you're gonna want to probably talk to Mason about your case. Um, um, as you've gotten a little closer, you can tell that pretty much everybody out here. Is pretty drunk. Cool, love this. Great, uh, including Leo. Like Leo yeah. is now that he stood up, he's a little bit wavy. Yeah. If mm-hmm. this was a DUI stop, you would absolutely be taking him in. Like, <laughs> like okay, y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, okay. So, I mean, uh, how are you feeling about the case? I. You don't know? Mason says that we got a shot if the judge thinks that we deserve our jobs back, but I don't know if it's going to work out. Right? I mean, yeah, of course it's cheaper to get replicants to come in and do work that we used to get paid for, but... And how how do you feel about the replicant workers? I mean, it's not their fault that they're doing our jobs. Mm -hmm. They didn't not like they came down here and said, hey, we're going to undercut you fuckers. You know, you can't even really call them a scab, right? They're just brought in to do something. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. We're all pretty pissed off. But. But you're pissed off at the name, not the replicants. Yeah. How good do you feel your chances are with the judge? I don't know. Judge is a human, at least. Maybe there's some compassion there. I, I I don't. My cousin says there's no real law that stops somebody from hiring replicants instead of us, but. I mean, there's not. But, you know, maybe all laws got to start somewhere, right? So your, uh. Your case is built on hope. You know, there's. My cousin says there's this old saying the law's not on your side, push against the facts. Mm-hmm. If the facts aren't on your side, push against hope. Kind of where we are. So you worked at the scrapyard? Yeah. How long? I've been here since I was a kid. It's a good job out here. I mean, it's better than trying to eat people. Mm-hmm. Very. Uh, you live out here? Yeah, my whole life. All of you? Well, no. A couple of these guys came down from the city. And, uh... If you had access to the city, would you go? I mean, if there's something to do. I mean, there's always something to do. It's a big city. When was the last time you visited the city? I've never been. Do you want to? You got like a job or something you need me to do? Got a bus. It's not going to make my life any better if I go to the city on a bus and still don't have anything to fucking do. Listen, you can sit out here 
This looks like a nice uh, view. Or you can go to the city and at least look at something nicer. Probably a few more options for jobs in there. Why don't you guys <laughs> empathy manipulation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you uh, can decide who's going to do the role and who could assist. Um, I think I'll probably help. <laughs> cool. I got a C and a D. Oh, yeah. You definitely want me to roll this. <laughs> yeah. I just have to take over the Aurelian shop. Yeah. It's just sitting empty. Somebody's got to sell butterflies. <laughs> All I'm doing is the worst choices. Let's go. Uh, how, uh, what is your, it's empathy, right, that we would be adding? Mm -hmm. I have a D8 in empathy. Great. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Wow, oh, what? <gasps> Ooh. These are such bad rolls tonight. <laughs> oh, I, I was like, wait, the reaction, I can't tell if it was good or bad. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I need everyone to know, I rolled a d12, a d8, and a d6. No successes in a one. And I cannot push. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can. It. Well, how many? Well, uh, if it's worth it to you, you can push. The thing is. <laughs> the thing is, Haru <laughs> does not have any horse in this race. No. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's b -b -b bad. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's gotta go. I think we gotta just okay. let it go. Okay. Uh. So, <laughs> uh, you can tell that you started to get Leo on board, right? Oh. Like, Leo was like, well, fuck it. I guess I could sit around in the city and get drunk, too, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but one of the other guys there is like, fuck that noise. They're just working for that fucker inside. They're trying to get us to leave. He's about to break. Let's stay out here. Like, uh, this other guy stands yeah. up and is just getting rowdy, right? Like, fuck you! Like, starts kind of coming at you, but, like, not physically trying to fight you, but clearly, like, get the fuck out of here! We'll tell the cannibals where to find you next! Get the fuck out! Uh, and, uh, and, like, the rest of the group is like, yeah, fuck that! And, like, there's a couple of cans that come sailing your way. That don't make connection, but mm -hmm. like are landing around you, and like some not great smelling beer is fizzing sure, yeah. out of the cans at you. Yeah, slightly aged Corona coming <laughs> out of a can. Yeah, yeah, left out in the sun. Yeah, for a while in the clear bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, mm. Hunter starts backing up, like hands up, just yeah. like nope, gotta go. I think Kestrel just looks at the dude that's trying to start trouble. And then looks at Leo and goes, you can stay or you can go. We don't really give a shit. He answered our questions. Well, all right. We do have the gate code. Maximum chaos. Holy shit. You better run. <laughs> All right. And like you can see Leo is immediately like, yeah, well, what do you want for it? You pack them and leave just for today. I'll give it to you. And he kind of looks around and he's like, fuck it. We'll move on down the way. 
if you uh, hang out here, there'll be a bus that'll take you to the city. I ain't getting on any fucking bus, but we can stop yelling shit. So today. people get on the bus and make the story better. Story or not, I ain't got anywhere to be. You put some of your guys on the bus, I give you the code. I leave, your guys come back another day, and you use the gate code. You use this code, none of those replicant workers in there better get hurt or I'm coming back. Well, what, what the fuck are we trying to do with the code then? We can't stop the work happening. You can stop work happening without hurting people. You know who's at fault. All right. Yeah, we'll go for the day. And he kind of looks at one of the other guys and he goes, how much is that bus ride? You're not paying for the bus ride. Don't worry. You fucking serious? Yeah. All right. I've never seen the city. I'll, I'll go look for free. And Haru just like literally on some trash <laughs> gribbles the gate code and gives it to Leo. And he kind of tucks it in his overall pocket. Um, that like he's clearly stitched. Yeah, Leo himself. I love him badly. <laughs> uh, and he tucks it in his pocket, and he's like, "All right, well, come on, boys, let's go." And they kind of all stand up, and nobody moves to pick up their chair. <laughs> They're coming back tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but like one guy grabs the cooler. And oh he's yeah. Like, awkwardly shuffling off this pile of trash. <laughs> uh, and they, they, yeah, they they head towards where you told them to go for the bus. You, uh, taking some of those electronics? Yeah, aren't you? Probably sell them for a few chinyin. That's the goal. So you guys head back inside. Yep. And you're like, look, they left. Yeah, they're gone. Done. And he's like, well, fuck me, all right. <laughs> Uh, and he pulls out the, the bin of shit, and he's like, take whatever you want. You owe them some bus fare, and then just grab some stuff. Sure. Yeah, take a handful, whatever looks ex- the most expensive. Cool. Chaos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maximum chaos. <laughs> We're just setting up it's so fine. much violence. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's, it's just fine, it's fine. No, Definitely not wrong. one of our prime uh, suspects possibly in that crowd of people. Don't it's, worry about it. No, that's fine. It's all good. <laughs> Look, if they do more crimes, we can just arrest them. Flawless. That's how policing works. Yes. Logic. There is a scary logic to that, and I hate it. <laughs> all right. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to get done down here while you're here? I think we've done enough damage. more violence you want to fight? Want to go find those cannibals? Think, yeah, right. Yeah, like the trail too. of feet <laughs> for them to follow. <laughs> follow in these footsteps. <laughs> oh my god! I think on the spinner ride back, Kestrel is like, you know what? Hmm. You're more fun than I thought. Mm-hmm. We should hang out more. Sounds nice. <laughs> I bet you'd like my roommate. You have a roommate? <laughs> yeah. His name's Brick. Cool name. Mm-hmm. Does not tell you he's a dog. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, cool. I'm gonna be someone named Brick. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's a great place to wrap it up for the night. <laughs> Essentially, ensuring the death of a business owner. And <laughs> Fine. We hated that guy. <laughs> Don't cross us, I guess. Uh-huh. All my future NPCs better watch the fuck out. <laughs> Tappy tried, right? <laughs> Mm. Oh no, I'm still coming for Taffy. What did he do to us? This guy was more direct. 
I uh, I 100% on Discord told everybody that uh, all future games I run is going to have Taffy. As, I love him. As my Tom Ratzenberger. Like, yes. Taffy lives. Yeah, because he's so good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you out there in Internet Land for joining us for this evening's adventure. Um, we will uh, be back next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, everybody around, yeah. nobody's traveling for the no. week. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll be back next week, Monday. Um, Tuesday. 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 Yeah. God. Close. <laughs> Days of the week. Yeah, whatever. Time is meaningless. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we exist in a void. <laughs> um, Are you sure to have a time slip? Yeah. <laughs> I've been losing a couple Deeply of minutes. Deeply concerned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, we will be back next week, Tuesday, for episode nine. Uh, if you... Jumped in here in the middle, and you're not sure what the hell's going on, or who these people are, and why they're trying to get business owners killed, and uh, poor techs addicted to caffeine. Um, who knows? Uh, you can catch up on old episodes of our show at happyjacks.org slash burningbright. You can find us uh, available on Twitch and YouTube. <laughs> I rolled. I'm sorry, buddy. You startled the dog. (laughs) I dropped a die, and then I caused a riot. Um, But, uh, yeah, the chaos has rubbed off on me. Yeah, it started. (laughs) It starts small and continues to reverberate. Um, Thank you very much, James, in the chat, for keeping chat a safe place to be. Uh, It is a delight to be able to watch chat happening. Uh, I know I don't interact super a lot because my GM brain goes completely haywire if I start responding to things uh, there too much, which is why I don't have a keyboard. I'm not able to type responses. Um, But uh, it's awesome. Thank you for doing that. Uh, Thank you to the Patreon members that put in some money every month to enable us to have a great space to hang out and play fun games and have some beverages, and it's awesome. We greatly appreciate your support. Uh, you can find out how to join them at happyjacks.org slash Patreon um, that will enable you to join up and get cool stuff. Like, when we wrap up this game, we're going to do a debrief episode, kind of talk about what you liked about the game system, what you weren't so sure about, Mm -hmm. what you wanted to see your character end up doing that ended up not happening, or the surprises of finding out everybody's replicants. Um, We are? (laughs) Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> Looks like Joey lost some time again. Send it back. Recalibrate. Yep, yep. Send it in. Baseline test for all. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> get me baseline. And you know what? Good for you. <laughs> um, thank you for joining us. I have been Kadave. You can find me everywhere at CA Sith Lord on the internet. Um, Mainly, I tend to favor Blue Sky now for things over the uh, the old platform that has no new name. Uh, no, but not a name. it's just well, useless. Uh, but um, you will also find me on Twitch myself, at CA Sith Lord, where I have been streaming on Monday nights. About an hour, hour and a half of Dave the Diver. Watch me collect fish and make sushi. Uh, with the best sushi chef I've ever seen, who has cutscenes that have a little button to let you skip them, but if you ever touch that cutscene, you're dead to me. Oh. Because the cutscenes for this sushi chef are so good, including one where he's getting ready to prep some sushi 
and then it zooms out to a fish in a tank behind him that looks terrified. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. It's so good. It's so good. Um, coming this Thursday also is the Back to the Future expansion for Power Wash Simulator. Oh. Uh, I may be doing a special stream for that because why not? It was also pointed out to me an interesting fact that uh, time traveling back the 30 years from now lands you in 1993. Yep. Um, time traveling in the original movie, he lands in 1955 to be greeted by Mr. Sandman as the song that yeah. really emphasized the era. Oh, traveling back to 1993, you could listen to Enter Sandman. Oh, oh my uh, god. I love it. And it would be about the same amount of time since their release. That's upsetting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a cool theme, so yeah. we'll see. Uh, so possibly on Thursday I'll be on to do that. I will announce more as my schedule firms up. Uh, and we'll see. Let's go around the table. Hey everybody, I am Joey. Uh, you can find me on all the social media platforms as Feywild, F-E-Y-W-I-L-D-E, or Feywild85. Uh, not currently doing anything else performance-wise except for caroling season, which means I go into my little caroler hole and don't see the light of day again until January. So I am here caroling until January. So pray for me. La, 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 la. I believe in you. Yeah. <laughs> Eight-hour shift. Yesterday, Oof. eight hours. Whoa. I'm fine. We're Jingle fine. hells. <laughs> Thing for Krampus. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Don't tempt me, Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> um, aka Frodo, aka Custo McGee. Oh my god! <laughs> gonna roll you were here it. the whole time. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You just killed me. <laughs> Like, I'm now envisioning Krampus with the half mask on, looking at Joey. <laughs> Sing! <laughs> Sing to me, Jingle Bells! <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I totally derailed your discussion of who you are. Incredible. <laughs> All right. You're on one tonight. <laughs> um, yes, I'm Cousteau. Um, I played Fior, and um, you can find me on social media at Custo McGee on Instagram, on the former Twitter. And um, yeah, I write about game design. I write about some uh, D&D classes. I'm working with Pathfinder as well. Um, I like all games, so I'm just writing to increase representation. Um, so yeah, tune in. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Kai. I've been your nightmare replicant, Haru. Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms as Estelle of Imladris. Uh, you can find me on Saturday for the finale of Arc 1 of Transplanter RPG, uh, an all-transgender, people-of-color-led, dark fantasy actual play series set in a non-colonial, anti-orientalist multiverse. I looked at the words today instead of the last few I was going to say, that was very smooth. Was yep, yeah, yep, I try. Well. Um, we are hitting the Arc 1 finale where we are going to be leaving the Wild Sea as a dimension. And so we'll be also saying goodbye to the Wild Sea as a uh, system. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend the Wild Sea. It's been a good time. Um, and then we will be uh, having a very emotional uh, finale on Saturday um, that we are pre-recording for the first time. Um, this week, and then 
I think that's the main thing I have going on. And then there's just a lot of other things in the work, so stay tuned. Watch this space. <laughs> um, yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Sam, uh, also known as Kestrel, your friendly neighborhood dog trainer. Um, you can find me on the internets at Red Pandroid, um, mostly on Instagram, just posting photos of myself as a skeleton and or the dog dress as a skeleton. So if you like skeletons, you should follow me. Goodbye. <laughs> Most Sam outro. If you like skeletons, you should follow me. <laughs> if you like or have a skeleton, <laughs> <laughs> we're just killing it tonight. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I just want to listen. Something. If you can't amuse yourself, why bother? <laughs> right? uh, so thanks again, everybody. We'll see you next week. Have a great night. This show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts. 